What's going on, everybody? It's your boy FC Violent with another show, Vitamin G Gaming, episode five. We'll be we'll we be discussing PlayStation State of Play. Our thoughts on that. Uh, Google Stadia, and whether it would be a success or not. And casual games are they taking? Are they taking the industry over, man? We're, we're gonna be debating about that. And of course, and of course, we're gonna be talking about versus. There's a lot of stuff to discuss, so we're going to try to get it out the way. But before I do that, I'm going to shout out the chat real quick. 706 Gamer, man, what's going on? Neethos, what's up, my bro? Snow Bunny 426 always early. Night's music. What's up, man? And, of course, MM2K. So before we even do all that, man, I know I want to say thank you for the people listening on the audio version. And we will be on iTunes shortly, soon, for those iPhone users. We got you. We got you. So first, uh, let's do the intro. I'm gonna shout out my boy Zero, man. What's going on, man? What you been playing, man? Shout out yourself. What's going on, everybody? Your boy Zero here. Um, as always, find me up on Switch, Zero X386, or on PlayStation, same name. Uh, man, actually, I've been playing nothing but the division. That that is the new hotness right now. I am level 15. Uh, just got there last night. Uh, so that's pretty much been my bread and butter. You you ain't jump on Sekiro yet? Or Sekiro? I'm gonna try to balance myself out. If I buy too many, my back my backlog is gonna be too large. Uh, I understand that. I'm I'm actually doing the opposite. I <laughs> clearly haven't learned that lesson. But anyway, we're going to our next next panel member, Mr. Pharaoh. I know I know you pump pump man. We about to go. We about to get in these ponies' ass, man. No no homo. Go ahead. Hey, what's up, y'all? It's your boy Pharaoh. Um, yeah, I've been playing Resident Evil lately. You know, finishing that up. Uh, other than that, that's about it. Yes, sir. And our, our resident uh, crippled. My man, man hurt himself over the weekend, but he he's still in here because he's a you know he's a G. Go ahead, nose man. Tell everybody what's going on and what you've been playing, bro. Uh, nubs. Hey yo, um, I ain't really been playing much since I've been hurt. I've been in and out of it. Um. I was playing more Sekiro than anything there. And then I was trying to get on the division there, but now nah, this this injury set me back a little bit. So yeah, I feel you, brother. Man, I appreciate you coming on, man. I told you I asked to go to sleep, but yeah, I mean, you was like, "Nah, I'm gonna get on the show." So, and lastly, lastly, my man Kofi, man, tell everybody what's going on, man. What you been playing? What's going on, guys? It's Creative Kofi, aka Maxwell Three Thousand on PSN. Really, it's been a lot of trails of cold steel. I think I've hit already almost 50 hours. It is a very fun game. On the side, I'm still doing division, but I'm just trying to get through cold steel because my goal is to, to finish all four cold steel games by December. And I'm usually pretty slow with my RPGs. So uh, that's been a, a slow grind. Also, I'm displaying right now for all the podcast listeners, some of my influential games. So, you know, people end up calling me out on having Uncharted or Capcom vs. SNK2 or Project Gotham Racing or Trails, Killzone, Kirby Superstar, Onimusha, Fantasy Star Online, or Mystical Ninja. Know that those games influenced me greatly. But uh, ultimately, PlayStation RPGs run through my blood. That's, that's a very old list, old-timer. I mean, it I don't is old. I don't see no new well, Japanese uh, PlayStation RPGs. <laughs> no, I'll just mess with you, man. True. All right, man. I'm gonna shout out, shout out the chat again, man. Uh, we got new new guys coming in here. Sage Mo Lewis, what's up, bro? I know you. I know you ready for that. Uh, 
PlayStation State of Play and my man's warning shots. And of course, very Verge Brizzle was happening. VGP is happening. We're about to get lit right now. All right. Uh, before we even get to the rest of this, I just want to say the newest game out this, I think this week would be Sekiro, man. I want to, I want to do a quick thoughts and impressions um, for the panel. Have any of you guys played it? I know, I know Zero said he hasn't played it yet, but uh, Pharaoh, have you played it? Feral here i have not um i thought about purchasing it up until today i'm still thinking about purchasing it but the pre-order bonuses just didn't entice me they were pretty trashy and uh i'm kind of backlogged right now so yeah i feel you man what about what about uh kofi have you played it at all i have not bought it yet I, i'm right on the edge of buying the pc version but between division and and trails of cold steel i just I want to, and plus DMC five is untouched right now. Um, I'm going to give it a little more time. Fact, I guess I'm the only one, man. I bought that game launch, and I have so much backlog. It's ridiculous. I think I'm a level ten in Division two, right? And bro, there's so many games I got. But I, I wanted to play this because look at my avatar, bro. I'm a samurai, man. This is my this is my realm. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, just do a quick impression. I don't want to give any uh you know spoilers anyway. For me, it's very much liken to like a a a tenshu feel for those who play tenshu and ninja gaiden meets dark souls but like i'll get a little bit more into depth later because i have a interesting question for you guys uh later on but anyway let's let's start off with the show uh first thing again it's still women's Hist women's history month and my woman would kill me if i don't give her a shout out because i don't know i, I know there's other gamers out here listening and maybe you guys could uh relate but um for people that have significant others wives girlfriends or even even boyfriends for those you know what i mean i ain't judging uh those type of people who back us gamers you know what i mean like for instance my woman just bought me a 600 monitor so that now I could game on pc i could you know also basically game on pc because I, I ain't even lied to her. I was like yeah I, I want a monitor so like stuff like that she's not a gamer herself and you you got to you got to be able to acknowledge people who back you and i think it's great and i'm going to do a little short piece on that so shout out to my lady for backing me even even now like you know i i figured it's always hard to kind of date a gamer when you're not used to dating dating gamers you know what i mean i know kofi i know you're married but i mean back then was it was it any difficult with the with the with the women telling them like oh yeah i'm a gamer and and this is what to expect especially if you play mmos I, or, am I, or am I alone in this? You no, know, it, it was a bit of an advantage, I think, in my situation, because before I got married, uh, you know, my wife-to-be and I didn't live together. Okay. So when I went home That's after good. work, um, I was playing Guild Wars 2, and oh my goodness, I sunk some hours into that because of that situation. Yeah, see, so, okay, so, so you could relate, but see, for me, I was living with mine, and I was playing Final Fantasy fourteen and playing MMOs when you're dating, bro, it's the worst. Because, you know, MMOs, you got to grind. It was, it was rocky. I was like, yo, are you going to get off? I'm like, but, man, I got to, you know what I mean? Like, I'm trying to finish this story quest, and it takes, like, an hour. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, it's not up to me. I have to wait on people. But, uh, you know, again, that's why I say I got to give a shout out. And even now, we've been doing this podcast for, what, a little over a month? Is, it, is that right? About a little bit. This is the fifth episode. So yeah. a little over a month. And again, she's she's backed me. Like I got, I told you about the monitor, man, beginning podcast stuff like this, uh, Mike. Now you hear me all professional sounding like one of them 
old school radio R&B dudes. You know what I mean? So I'm going to give a shout out. This is your opportunity to do y'all a little thing if y'all have anything. If not, uh, I'm going to say, thanks, babe. We're going to do it. I'm going to pay her back. You know, I, I got to pay her back. Sorry, Zero. I feel like I interrupted you. Were you about to say something? No, yeah. I mean, I kind of feel the same way. Uh, you know, me and my girlfriend have been living together for quite some time now. And she uh, definitely, I mean, she bought me my Switch. Oh, word? As well as my PS Vita. Mm. Now, is she a gamer herself? How does she feel about you gaming and podcasting now? So, about games. <laughs> so, and this probably comes into a later discussion. She is definitely more of the casual gamer. She's a cell phone gamer. Oh wow! Okay. So uh, we play Overcooked together, which that can be stressful. So uh, mm. that might that that can break up a marriage. So be careful. <laughs> <laughs> um, so like you know, I, I'd be remiss. To, like she's playing this Harry Potter game that she got me onto. Um, there's a bunch of these games that's in the same vein as uh, Cooking Dash, um, that all the different flavors and stuff. So like, it's been relatively easy for us because I had to buy a monitor. Uh, so I wouldn't hog up the TV, but right. you know, if I'm playing something, she's on her phone doing the same thing. Uh, while the TV's just like TV's just like background noise, essentially. Uh, so it's it's always been a thing. I, I will say I'd be remiss to say that she cannot stand Destiny, though. <laughs> is it because of the? Because uh, is it because of the raids? I'm trying to. It, anything has to do with MMOs, man. Like uh, our significant others do not. They can't stand it. But is is it because of that? It's, I think it's all of it. Yeah, so what, did, when you told your your woman and your significant other was like, "Yeah, we're about to do this game pod." What did they say? They're like, "Well, why why are y'all doing that?" Any any question marks? So they were just like, "Yeah, babe, you got it." Mine was pretty supportive. She's a big podcast listener, um, okay. so, and she even listens to some of the gaming podcasts that I listen to. Uh, so it was more like par for the course. Well, that's what's up, man. Pharaoh, you got anything? And, and uh, nub, nubs. Uh, you know, I got a shout out my wife right now because she's handling two terrorists upstairs while I uh, while I do this show. So <laughs> see exactly. Um, <laughs> so she's has she been supportive, knowing that you're gonna like, leave her alone for two hours while you while you talking about the other amongst other dudes talking about video games. Yeah, she's cool with it. I mean, most of my gaming takes place between the hours of uh, eleven uh, p.m. and five a.m. So she doesn't really suffer much from it, other than like me like having to sleep. From like eight to ten in the morning, and then I just tough it out the rest of the day. But uh, other than that, you know, she uh, she's pretty supportive. That's what's up, man. Like again, shout out to the ladies, man, and nubs, man. Any any last words before we get into the uh, to the topics? Absolutely. Um, I absolutely want to give a shout out to my girl. Um, just for being supportive as far as the podcast, as far as just gaming in general. We don't always play the same shit. Don't really have a lot of the same interests there as far as when it actually comes to games there, but. You know, that's my player too. So that's what we rocking with. I like that. That's my Real player quick, too. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I Go do ahead. want to shout out to my wife. She did purchase my current processor in my PC, and sheesh. I have, well, yeah. what 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 type? What, what what specs? It's the eighth gen eighty six hundred K. I mean, not as much as the monitor you were talking about, but uh, but know. still, still, Mister yeah. Mister yeah. Ti. Yeah, exactly. Um, she definitely um inspired me to do a build i had a pc from 2011 and it was like a, i think it was a 2700 uh, uh you know the two series from uh, the i7 right so it was it was you know a nice upgrade for sure so yeah love you babe 
That's what's up, man. Definitely tell them to listen to this. And again, shout out to my babe. Love you. And uh, well, we're gonna have a blast in that cruise, man. It's a, it's a pay. It's you know, it's me paying you back. And hopefully, if some of these listeners are gonna help a brother out, so I won't get my neck chopped off. I become a Patreon, man. Help a brother out. So anyway, uh, before we get to the rest of the topics, I do want to do a quick shout out again. Uh, Yajira Hanma, man, my my day one pony is in here, and he's ready. He's ready to listen to that state of play, and uh, we're about to give it to him. So. State of play, just uh, that's a PlayStation uh, equivalent of, I guess, kind of like a Nintendo Direct just aired roughly 30 minutes ago. And I want to do a quick thoughts and impressions with the panel, and then I'm going to give you my piece on it. Uh, so first, because I feel like it's a straight threat copy and ripoff of a Nintendo Direct Zero, man. You got to you got to get on this, man. What do you think? Was it good? You want one more or what? No. Or was it dog shit? It, it wasn't good. <laughs> And I, at this point, I can't even really call it a, a ripoff of Nintendo Direct. Um, it, from a Direct perspective, it's like there was no charm. Like the Directs, like they might be silly and sometimes they don't really give anything. But look at the last one we just had. Uh, oh, that's the last one's good. Yeah, all about indies. And it pretty much just was a game showcase where two people would pop in from time to time. But they've cultivated this sort of persona about what to expect when you see a Direct and what it feels like to get one. What the PlayStation, what Sony did felt like, if you watch the videos they put out for the PS Plus games in a month, that's what it felt like. I think that might have even been the same woman who's the announcer. But it, that, oh, that robotic ass voice, my bad, go ahead. It, it was just, and not that I don't like the games, like some of the VR games look interesting because I own a VR system, so I'm always looking for more stuff. I was a little disappointed there's no Beat Saber. Um, but it was just sort of game after game after game without any real a lot of them didn't even go into any depth about anything like there was a cool game where that dude fist bumped the hawk i would have liked to see more about that uh and so did even days gone they didn't really touch on anything they just showed that there's a deeper story than what it looked like so i i came away really disappointed i, I think this is something they could have just held on to and just showed that up a bit later like that I, I can't i can't imagine what the idea behind this was wow okay and uh let me go to pharaoh what do you think man you think this is success or do you think sony should do more of this or, or is it just like the the ground works and they could you know they could get better or was it also dog shit uh i thought it was complete trash um i thought for sony it would have been better off not to show anything and if you were going to release that i think the platform for it to be would have been something on PlayStation, like a trailer or, you know, drop it on YouTube. But to announce a press conference for it and and, and to put that out, that's just just a bad look. I didn't like it at all. I mean, you could at least announce like that you're upgrading the VR system or something. You don't have to announce a PS5 or anything, but don't 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 have a press conference if you don't have anything truly new and exciting to show. Okay, so you you were clearly let down, but uh, we got to go to our resident pony here, man. When Kofi, what do, what are your thoughts, man? I'm curious to hear what you think. So y'all clearly know Sony runs through my blood, right? Man, this presentation was rough around the edges, man. Um, <laughs> I, I think uh, I got to give credit to Pharaoh and how he he worded his statement. 
the official announcement of this being a press conference level or a Nintendo Direct level presentation really set the expectations really too high. Yeah, I was that, watching like the anti-climax, man. Yeah, and people were like, "Last of Us Two, Last of Us Two. I even saw guys say, "Where's Grand Tur- um not Grand Turismo, um, Grand Theft Auto Six? Like, I want to see like these big AAA games." And this was really um kind of like zero had mentioned just like an old playstation plus highlight video or if you guys remember back in the ps3 times they had something called oh what was it called like it wasn't curiosity but it started with a q oh yeah um, yeah. i know what you're talking about Veronica belmont was the host and she would talk about games for that month that's really the level that we're talking about here usually triple a games not made by sony first party um but you know they did announce you know, a couple of games that are first party, uh, obviously Days Gone. They had this game uh, that reminded me of a 3D version of Castle Crashers here. What's it called? Ready Set Heroes. That looked pretty good. It looked, it looked fun. So there's there's fun games here, but all this attention, all this drama. I mean, the live stream was a lot of people were watching this, right? So uh, 10,000 downvotes. <laughs> right, right, exactly. Sony got a lot of eyes on it, but now they know they can't. Honest, I'm still not ready to buy VR. Some games look pretty cool. Iron Man, you know, I'm happy about that. A No Man's Sky, that's VR supported. That's really cool. Um, and what was the game by uh, Pixel Opus? Oh, Concrete Genie. I, I think they said there was going to be VR support for that. That's cool. All these things seem cool, um, but just the overall video altogether, way too clunky. All right, fair enough. I, I'm actually surprised. Even even our resident pony can't damn control that god dog shit uh, press conference. Uh, F- Brandon, man, no, man, go ahead, man. I already know you're about to light this one up. Go ahead, bro. So, just man, th- this is the like I I said earlier. This is the classic example of we have nothing to show. Here's some shit. Because if you think I'm hyped about some Iron Man game or no man's crap that game is garbage and they're still trying to do something with it i'm glad that it's fixed now but y'all pay 60 dollars for a piece of garbage and broken promises and they're just now implementing that into vr like it's too little too late for that like nothing that they showed today was of interest like i would literally rather sleep than watch that that little whatever the hell that is like it didn't have the interestingness of like an like a Nintendo Direct. Now, don't don't get me wrong. Inside Xbox is kind of crap too, because all they do is yap awesome on trash. Game Pass. It, it, all they do is yap on Game Pass, which is fine. Um, like they don't really outside of you know the Halo announcement. There wasn't. There's not a lot of meat and potatoes there. But this 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 was a complete waste of time. Like if y'all ain't gonna show the PS5 or show me when the Last of Us Two is coming out or when you know Death Stranding is coming out, then don't bother. It's a, it's a waste of money at this point alright man it's my turn it's my turn so first before I before I dog you know talk trash you gotta give it some positive it's only right so for the positive for me was that it did at least show games you know it might not have been a high quality games it did show games so I give it that and they also kept it kind of short Um, so the template of it was good in a sense I mean they could definitely they have something to grow from here so from that aspect of it, being an Xbox guy and not really fucking with PlayStation like that, I did I did appreciate the fact that they at least showed games. Although it was like a commercial, like Zero said. Now, now the negatives. Oh my days. The games they were showing 
bruh, VR is boring to watch. How can you sell VR to people when your games that you're showing look like ass cheeks of games? For instance, one of the games they showed was a dude like you were like you had like gloves, right? You were the VR dude. You were controlling a character like if I was playing with a controller, right? So let's say I'm playing. So I'm playing like Sekiro, right? Like, bro, why why would I go to VR to do that when I could just do that now? Like, what's the point of VR so I can see my imaginary VR hands? Like, that's retarded to me. I'm like, bro, that's and then and then Iron Man. I saw a couple people online hyping up Iron Man. Shout out Nethos. Shout out Sean. I see you. Two Xbox guys hyping Iron Man because they're both Marvel heads. And I'm like, that should look like a rail shooter. You can play that game in Dave and Buster's right now. Like, let's be serious. Iron Man VR on rails. You're not even flying, my dude. It's like it's like it's like one of them zombie games where you're trying to prevent yourself from dying. You gotta shoot the zombies coming at you. I'm not a, I'm not a Marvel guy, but that game looks like trash. I, I don't know if you guys agree. Are you guys excited for that Marvel VR or Iron Man VR? Let's be real. If you get a really strong fan, you might feel like you're flying. <laughs> exactly. You gotta you gotta have somebody wave a fucking big ass feather next to your face so it feels like you're flying. It would not convince me to buy a VR system. I'm hell, like, hell no. The only one that would looked interesting was the uh, was it Blood and Sand or uh, the one like the guy that was interviewing the dude? It Blood was like dude. a. I thought that's yeah. what you were talking about. What? what no, no, I was talking about Iron Man. No, 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 no. Oh, you okay? Okay, no, the game I was talking about because they showed a lot of VR titles where yeah, observation where like, maybe. Was it observation? No, 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 no. It's like it's like more like indie indie VR titles where you're like controlling someone. Like you're not punching or anything. You're controlling as if you're using a controller to move somebody. It's not any different from not having a VR. If you were to take your headset off, you could do what you're doing now. You know what I mean? Like VR is supposed to be a different element to your gaming experience. But if you're providing that same gaming experience with the VR headset, what is the point? You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's like playing a driving game, but you're not in the cockpit. You're just over top, like driving around like Grand Theft Auto. There's no difference. So for me, hell nah, man. That that VR shit was trash. And a concrete genie. I didn't even know it was concrete genie. I didn't even see the title. I'm looking at this like, what is this dog shit? I'm like, I'm so, zero. I'm sorry, man. This, this is more your ball field because you like playing with cardboards and stuff. But this guy right here, man, is a one of them. Hold on. <laughs> I, I gave y'all a turn to give positive. Y'all didn't give any positive, so it's my turn to destroy this show. All right. So, Concrete Genie looks like uh, one of them, like, uh, single kids who ain't got no friends, and the only friend he have is a cardboard and a magic mar marker. So, this is like a stereotypical PlayStation guy. Like, bro, get an online, online game, and then you'll be able to find friends, my guy. Just saying. Uh, but I, that's the game y'all hype about? Like, for real? Oh, man. How am I more? How am I more upset, upset than PlayStation guys? Like I don't understand that. The climate around PlayStation is excellent. That's why. How, okay, but there's no E3. This is this is what y'all have. This is your E3 right now. Like who knows if there's gonna be any more shows? I'm, I'm hoping there's PSX, but as of right now, this is your E3. We know. For the record, uh, Mr. Kofi, uh, my my report will show that the the, the climate around. PlayStation isn't great, but okay. I'll let you believe that for now. So I love Pharaoh because we're on opposite sides of the same coin. He is speaking from a business perspective, most likely. I am speaking from a gamer's perspective. And we could debate about what is most important 
but life is short. I'm here to play great games and I'm having a great time. That's a that's a well, well run Fox News spin, my guy. That was great. This you're show having great, you're having a great time with second and third party games right now. Oh shit. <laughs> oh boy. No, no, no rebuttal, Kofi? I just like to point out that, you know, for I still have I'm gonna support Concrete Jungle. At least I'm gonna try to. I think concrete, concrete genie, right? Concrete genie. Concrete genie. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. And like that, there's nothing wrong with a single kid who like only kid who has no particular friends or just hangs out by himself. I mean I got a I got a cardboard just for that kid. I'm saying though, but that's how we got Shigeru Miyamoto, who used to play in the woods and gave us Zelda. Then went on to give us Mario, Star Fox, F Zero, Donkey Kong, and Pinkman. All of your favorite studios started small and humble. Or from some. No, 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 no. Y- y'all mistaken it. I love Ori, all right. But Ori at least had a friend. This guy, I, I don't, I don't see the hype. You're painting colors in a fucking gray in dark buildings. Like, I don't get it. Why is this exciting? The genies are his friends. <laughs> that, yeah, that you brush alive. Like this is supposed to. Like this shit to me looks like a. Uh, What's that? What's that fucking movie with Pixar? That was like the Spanish one. That's what I. That's the vibe I get, but less detail. That was a great movie. It was a great movie, but like I said, it's like less detail. That game, Conquer Gene, is a mix between like uh, Mario Paint and fucking what's the what's that game? Last of Us. Not Last of Us. Uh, Stra- uh, Stranger. Not Stranger Things. I can't think of the game. You know the words like the chick, the chick, right? Life is strange. Life is strange. Yes, thank you. It's like Life is Strange mixed with Mario Mario Paint. That's what. That's the vibe I'm getting. Maybe I'm a hater. I don't know. But any, anyway, so. Oh, my God. Anyway, you guys have any thoughts on this? Any, any more? Can we move on? Because I feel like the show is a damn disaster. And uh, PlayStation definitely needs to do better. Or like Pharaoh says, just don't do it. Like Microsoft does these inside Xbox and they're all trash. Why would you then follow suit? Especially when you don't have E3. Your, your expectation for your next show is always going to be bigger. You know what I mean? Like everyone expecting something from Sony. They haven't showed anything in a year. And this is their show? Like, come on. Anyway, I, I think you guys are uh, dead the topic. And I fucking completely missed the gaming news. Do you guys want to hit that real quick or you want to go straight to the next topic? Uh, what do we got this big? I mean, on Nintendo side, you know, uh, rumors about the two new Switch consoles are coming. Uh, yeah, which- what's the specs on those? Um, really no word yet outside the idea that one is going to be a bit more high powered. So let's call it the switch pro. Um, and then one a bit more depowered. So it looks like, and, uh, well, you know, now that, uh, Nintendo is aligning with, uh, Microsoft, we can call it the switch X. I will never. Kind of like what they did with like the 3ds and the 2ds, like, you know, just making sure that there's, um, you know, a skew for everybody. Yeah. So it looks like like the 2DS version of the Switch might not have the heavy rumble features that the current or the updated one will have. Um, so it'll be very intriguing to see. I'm much more intrigued by the lower model Switch than the upper model. I can get a sense of what they want to do to make it better, but I'm very intrigued at what they're going to do to keep it light, but also make it interesting. What do you think the price is going to be? Because I haven't bought a Switch yet. My man Neetos just bought one, but I was going to wait until they... I need a little bit more power, man. I can't play that uh, 2D 2D versions of games. Uh, 
I mean, I think that's a good question. What the switch is going now for like 300? 300, yeah, 300. So, I guess realistically, we might be looking. Well, Nintendo can't go any further than four. No, um, they can't. That'd be fucking crazy. Yeah, for their upsell one. So, I'm thinking maybe two, 250 uh, for their lower tier one. But it, I risk, it's going to really depend on what they're offering in those packages. And is it really going to make the original Switch obsolete? I don't think so. You do you really think Nintendo Nintendo fans are gonna uh, start buying the upgrade version? Because I feel like that's what make y'all Switch owners. You know what I mean? Like y'all don't really care for graphics. Well, when Nintendo has a history of sort of upselling products and sort of locking us into getting them, uh, hmm. let's look back to the N sixty four with the uh, expansion pack, where you couldn't play Perfect Dark. Oh, that's true. That's true. I remember that. Yeah, without buying it. And so if you want. So I hope not, but do we get to the latest situation where I can't play Pokemon Sun? I mean, Pokemon Sword, because I don't have the newest Switch. Ah, uh, that, you yeah, know that's that's kind of grimy. You think Nintendo's gonna do that for real? Like no, you're not. gonna completely block out a whole fan base or like 36 million people? What I think uh, might come through, and I've been having discussions about this recently because uh, I mentioned it a while ago on maybe a second episode about you know how Fortnite doesn't have the Save the World in it. Um, and truth be told, it, it probably can't run it. I think they can, they can make save the world run on it, but it's not like they make any real money off of that. So why would they put any effort to it? Um, so I mean, even, even with that, I mean, battle Royale is more hardware intensive than save the world would be because you have to worry about players, other players Yeah, and the variables that they have. So like, I don't really see that as even, a reason for them to not do it like but, save the world is totally doable on the switch it's absolutely but, uh, yeah i'm just saying aren't they using the cloud um tech that rare uh, epic bought to, to be able to run that game or no or am i tripping not really no. yeah i'm actually not sure but, all right man well i'm looking forward to it go ahead Zero. you got anything else no that was it you know what i'm saying so like this next switch that's their save the world machine right like that's okay now we can put it on here all right, that's dope, man. I'm actually, I'm hoping it's not gonna come out till they said they said the announcement is gonna be E3, so that's gonna be before or after Pokemon, right? So uh, I don't know if I can wait. I might just have to cop it. So anyway, let's let's continue. Anyone else got news, Pharaoh? Man, I heard you got something for me. What's going on this week in uh, the business world of gaming? Let's see. Uh, well, after the announcement of Stadia, uh, shares for Sony and Nintendo both dropped about three percent. Damn, what, what, what could be? What could that be, man? Just overreaction. Um, I don't really think Stadia is going to be anything significant, but the the market, I'm sure it'll correct itself over the next few weeks. But overall, for Sony, Sony has over the past year experienced an 11 percent drop in stock um, just due to loss of profits. So it looks like PlayStation has lost its steam as far as. Um, sales which is you know normal at the end of a of a console cycle um we're drawing towards the end of the playstation 4 but yeah they're down they're down 11 percent overall for the year um and we also have that um as far as game streaming services following uh google apple walmart and amazon all announced that they will have game streaming services um to compete uh, in this market, 
Um, so the streaming service is going to become a, a crowded market. I'm not really sure how successful Google can really be in that market. Um, and I, I expect, uh, me personally, I expect Microsoft to dominate that. But um, in addition, um, with the with Cuphead coming to the Switch, it'll be the first game that has Xbox Live integration on Nintendo. So mm -hmm. that's news. Um, Microsoft just released a new app on the Xbox One for you PC gamers that allows you to stream your PC games directly to your Xbox One. Um, so you'll be able to, you know, display on your on your TV via through your Xbox One, I guess. Um, and uh, they're already covered the two new Switch models. So that's my rundown for the week. All right, man. That's what's up. And uh, Kof, you have anything in the Japanese realm or Sony uh, focused uh, news? So there is something small. It is not from Sony first party. It's third party. Um, the amazing developer Falcom finally showed some gameplay of their new East title. Uh, East, for people who have never heard of it, is an action adventure, uh, action adventure RPG that's been around for over 20 years. Uh, their newest game is called East 9 Monstrum Nox and is due out this fall in Japan. Hopefully we'll see a localization of it next year. Um, we Typically, there's a lot uh, of excitement over the main character, who is a reoccurring character over the series. And so when he is typically shown, he, he changes from game to game. Now, these games typically are not uh, chronologically linked. Um, this one has is said to have been stated to happen after East 6. Um, but we really haven't seen his face. We've seen a very small design and the video, uh, a live stream done by uh, Dengeki um, over in Japan showed him, I think it was a couple of days ago. I think it was Saturday. And uh, we just got to see very basic action attack motion. Uh, some of the skills that he will be uh, inheriting. I definitely encourage people who are into action adventure games to uh, look up East eight because it is out on almost every platform it's out on pc it's out on vita ps4 i think yeah there's a there's a switch version um it's a great point to jump in and, and try out some of these uh, great games that are underrated all right have you have you played it yeah so well, i haven't played um I, the only east game i've played is eight <laughs> and <Okay. laughs> i love it um i haven't finished it but it is is very fun all right i'm gonna definitely have to check that out and brand and nubs you got anything before we get to the stadia topic um nah everything was pretty much touched on all right man so let's let's get let's get this man we got, we got to ramp up the energy man everyone's in the chat saying you guys are kind of low man i know you got off work and nubs i know you got an excuse man your ass over there eating eating all this damn pain pills <laughs> it's all good bro i got you i got you we ain't got no energy or no fight back on the sony talk man don't worry though i'm gonna, I'm gonna get them back up when i get into these next topics anyway so stadia google stadia the uh hardcore killer the stream of all stream boxes what do you guys think man did you guys see the show i mean it's been about a week now so i'm hoping you guys have saw it i'm gonna go straight to zero man what are your thoughts on this man you think you think it's gonna be a success or you think this is gonna fail dead on arrival not dead on arrival give it five years uh, <laughs> what five, five years the first thing <laughs> five years like they did google hangouts or oh, they do or they're doing um or they did google fiber 
or all of the other Google ideas that Google has when Google thinks about stuff. And it's like, I can do this because like they got all the money in the world. So like they're rich hey, kids with no boundaries. Zero, zero. Real quick, man. If we get shut down because you talking shit about Google, man, we're on, we're on, we're on Google Hangouts right now, my guy. And for it, it won't be for long. <laughs> uh, and matter of fact, if I can find it, there's a site that just it's like it's it's a graveyard for all the Google projects that they've come out with, and they're like, this is the brand new thing, and not now just it's dead in the water. It took a little time, and so they were like, yeah, we're doing it, we're doing it. So that's what I imagine for Stadia. You know, keep coming out and say, yeah, we got this, and we got this, and we got this, and then slowly, you stop hearing news. And then slowly, like it's not going to show up at the gaming stuff. And slowly, people will start asking questions, or you'll see articles pop up. What happened to Stadia? Remember Stadia? <laughs> and then Google will release a, an official announcement saying, "Oh, well, uh, you know, we're going to go in a different direction. Project Stadia is still around, but we're just going to do something different with it." And it's dead. Like I don't. First off, the the American infrastructure for internet is just not built for what they're trying to do. Maybe if they got Google Fiber everywhere like they wanted to, it'd be perfect. But you see, they let that one go. So, you know, you're telling me I can stream anywhere. So on your end, it's good. But my ISP could be garbage. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. If, if I, and you don't even have to live in rural Nowheresville to have a garbage ISP. There are some places in New York where they're the only game in town. There is no Verizons or anybody else up there. So you're stuck with these people like a Cox or somebody. And oh, you got no other choice but then to just be like, all right, well, I'll use them. Google can wipe their hands and say, well, it's not on us. It's not our fault. We did stuff on our end. So it must be on your end. Well, obviously, it's on my end. Like That's been the whole point of streaming and games from the beginning. It's we are trying to do the best to make sure that our connections uh, work and that we're able to play these games effectively. You know, like remember back in the days when people have pings? I remember playing old Star Oh, yeah. And if your ping was a certain number, you get kicked out. I'm <laughs> <laughs> not even playing with you. Like, what's the point? Even in Destiny now, they got the little red bars. And you see this red bar, dude, and he just starts skipping across the screen. And it's like, all right, man. So Google is an ambitious company and they, they like to do a lot. But they're, they're just going to get bored with this. Like, they get bored with everything else. Wow. Okay. Dang. My man, Yujiro Hama. First, let's give a shout out to, uh, where's he at? Man, I just lost. Oh, More Cloud Tech USA, man. Appreciate you stopping by. He's talking about Apple Arcade. It's not, we're not really going to discuss this, but he's talking about Apple, Apple Arcade. Apple Arcade will launch with 30,000 games. What the hell? And supported by developers from Platinum Games to Sumo Digital. You got to send me the link, man. I, I don't know if that's yeah, true. Yeah, send a link for that. I yeah, mean, it, it's true. I just, gave the, I just gave the highlight. Um, but yeah, they are. Uh, they're really coming in that hard. I mean, but is it that hard if like all you have is every iteration of Pac Man? You <laughs> <laughs> get thirty thousand real easy. Jeez. Yeah, they're saying, I, I, they're saying that you're going to have access to more than a hundred new and exclusive games that won't be on any other platform. Uh, I guess Flappy Bird Six or something like that. Uh, that's I don't know. I, I, I got to see the link for that, but we'll, I mean that's a different topic. But dang, okay. I, I can uh, go in the chat. I have it right now. Um, all right, cool. Yeah, if you drop that link, I would like to be able to look at that. All right, but um, this next this next one's gonna be going to you, Pharaoh man. My man Yujiro Hama says, according to other people, Google have the leg up over Xbox streaming. What do you think about 
Google Stadium, do you think this is a X Cloud killer? I don't think it's an X Cloud killer. I don't think that uh, Stadia is an Xbox killer in the sense that um, while they do have uh, a greater amount of cloud servers and cloud capabilities, they do not have the relationships within the gaming industry and they do not have exclusives. Um, I think at the end of the day, people are still going to be reliant upon console gaming. And I think what Xbox is going to do is have streaming as a complimentary service that people who are already adapted into the Xbox Live infrastructure will just port over. Um, so I, I don't think Google will be able to compete with that because if I already have an Xbox, I'm already going to use the Xbox game streaming service. If I already have a PlayStation, I'm already going to use PlayStation now. There's nothing that Google's going to have that's going to make me switch from the service that I'm already used to using. So I just I think for for the hardcore gamer, the person who's already embedded in their own in their own services, I don't see anything that Google's doing that's going to make you switch. I think people are going to be much more comfortable knowing that if the streaming service doesn't work, my console will always work. So I just think that's where the money will go. All right, that's what's up, man. And uh, before I get to to my man Kofi, man, uh, Nubs, man, what, do, what are your thoughts on this, man? I, I know you're gonna come with more of an Xbox perspective, but what do you think about Google Stadia? Do you, do you are you impressed? Do you think do you think this is actually will be a contender? What do you, what are your thoughts? Is he there? Yeah, I think he's. Yeah, so I'm I'm oh. not impressed at all, actually. Um, they don't have any first party nothings like this is all going to be third party so no stuff exclusives then is that is that what you're no, saying Exclu no exclusives right. and what has google done in the gaming space outside of oh they partnered with ubisoft to to test this the stream thing with one game like that that's they don't have the connections microsoft has in the gaming industry and there's things it's the unknown we don't know what this is going to be priced at whether this is going to be a monthly subscription or if you're going to be able to to buy the games themselves or if it is monthly like how does ownership come into play there you know what i'm saying like if you're using this service monthly and then the game that you're using is no longer supported what do you do you know um there, there, there's a lot of unanswered questions um going into that that piece of it there that they they haven't fleshed out there and then just from just looking at the tech demo like you could see like latency still a problem um that that's going to be the killer streaming regardless of w whatever company you have there it's it's that time between you pressing a button and then it reacting on the screen there um some games can be better than others at, at that there and then and then since they don't have exclusives what what lineup are we going to be looking at because i damn sure ain't playing you know call of duty or, or a fighter over stadia that's not going to happen Man, they didn't so, even have that. Did you see the, the, the <laughs> ending trailer? They had like four games. One was like a dinosaur. It wasn't even Dino Crisis. It was like Dino something, like Babysitter or some shit. Like, <laughs> like, babysitter. Exactly. Come I on, think Red man. Dead is coming to it. And so is uh, Assassin's Creed. Hmm. And see, right. Civilization. Okay. All right. Well, we'll see, man. It's still early days. But Kofi, what are your thoughts on are you Are you at all positive? Is anyone in this panel positive? We're like mad negative today. Okay, so I think that I want Google to succeed as a general feeling because we all know that that future is coming. We also know that 
it's going to be over 10 years before we can sit down with just a controller connected to a random phone and then play just as brandon said a shooter so then that requires you know very low latency at least to feel like you got a, a fair death when you get shot in the face uh but but three three key things i think that are holding google back from being a, an immediate success um, the first one, you know, I was really curious about how Google has done with the services they've supported. And uh, somebody in our in our uh, game chat on Facebook linked us to uh, a site called Killed by Google. I encourage oh, yeah. you to go look at it. my screen share. Uh, oh, you got it. Yeah. Um, Killed by Google is just a nice refresher on how short-sighted Google can be sometimes when they really want to have uh, an investment become a success. So. Often in the gaming industry, we've seen if you want to be part of a brand that drives gamers to get games, it is a grind. You have a studio you invest in. They release a game. It gets a 70 Metacritic, doesn't sell well, and you close them. And then you get another studio that they, they're great storytellers, but then you try to stretch them in a different direction that makes them they haven't make, and it gets a 60, and, and then you, you want to close the studio or you want to you want to play it safe then. You're like, oh, we'll just make sequels to, to XYZ. And that's not, I'm not trying to share blame on what studios do what. Um, but, but the next thing is, so you're, you're cornering out all of the gamers who still want physical discs or have low their their internet speeds are not good enough right so google announced that what it's 20 what was it to get 1080p uh 60 frames per second it was 25 down minimum somebody can yeah it's 20 it's 25 25 down is the target they're trying to get that's just not good enough for most americans i feel right now 10 years from now that could be a huge deal um the, the last thing is, so you've cornered out, like it's really kind of as I was touching on, what is your contribution to gaming society? To me, mm. Xbox has revolutionized how you console game online. I love Xbox for that, man. Xbox Facts. Live is still the best online console um, experience. I'll give them to that. Say that Sony, shit again, man. Heck no. So anyway, <laughs> Sony, right? I know y'all gonna hate y'all gonna talk about falling stock. I'm, I'm, I'm mad Kofi raised his voice up for Sony though, but go ahead. The so the halo effect of all of the games that you can be a part of when you join PlayStation's ecosystem is very tantalizing. So if you have let me uh go ahead and display something that might be what could encourage somebody to either hate on a system or love it. So I'm displaying for our, our uh, audio listeners. I'm displaying nine games, some of which have not been released, some of which um, may not get great reviews. Okay, Days Gone, Death yeah, Stranding, God of War, Bloodborne, Dreams, Spider Man, The Last of Us Part Two, Ghosts of Tsushima, and Horizon Zero Dawn. Let's say you hate seven out of the nine of these games. Sony is betting on you liking one of these and that it will bring you to the brand. And these games in their own way, maybe some more than others because they're unreleased, but let's say that God of War can push gaming forward in some way that's special. Or Horizon Zero Dawn being a new IP shows that risk in single player games are still successful. What will Google's contribution to gamers be? That's what I want to see. If it's something like playing Mech Assault and playing um, Crimson Skies on Xbox Live, that experience again, like 2003 coming now, that's awesome. Do it, Google. 
but I don't know if they're going to stick it out the 10 years we may or may not need to see infrastructure to that level. They'll probably let Stadia die within that five-year period, right? You got to stick yeah. it out. These developers yeah. have to... One of the things they were showing in the tech demo, right, is how they can use multiple processors to do... Um, like smarter calculations for gaming, like water effects and things like that, that are hard to do on a console that you might bring home. And that infrastructure could be supported, you know, through your subscription service or whatever Google has in the back end. You need a develop developers that can master that craft. And, and here's the bigger kicker, master that craft, release a game and it not be that good. And you still double down on art and making gaming better. That's what it's about. It's about that passion. It's about when Uncharted 1 came out, it wasn't that great. But no, guess what? Someone's like, you know what? Go make Uncharted 2. We believe in you. And I, I won't go too much farther than that. But if, if if Google's really interested in helping gamers and, and pushing experiences forward, they'll stick that 10 years out. But mm, killed by Google, I don't know. Well, I'm, the, uh, I'm, I'm, bet, I'm betting no. The biggest issue that we're going to see there is that uh... – I mean, the, the Google CEO came out and straight up said, you know, I'm not oh, passionate about gaming, you know, but we have people that work with us that are passionate about gaming. Well, without your CEO being passionate, we've seen that it, it just doesn't work. I mean, Bill that Gates. Sound, that sounds familiar. Yeah. Pat Google, uh, Bill Gates was passionate about gaming, but as soon as his, uh, as soon as Steve Ballmer took over, he wasn't passionate about gaming. And that happened just as, you know, um, Xbox One came out, and then there goes that big disaster. And now they have a new CEO that's passionate about gaming, who's you know made the guy the board of directors, Phil Spencer. And we see the the change in 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 Xbox. So, I mean, we see it in that short cycle of of Xbox, Xbox 360, and Xbox One. Like we we see it. Like we see the buildup, and we see how having a, a CEO that's not passionate about gaming uh, kills a uh, a product that's Amen. that's a very good point man and like i said the perfect example is the xbox launch like <laughs> xbox one's launch and and see how not being passionate about gaming and focusing on other things like tv tvs tvs and how that could just completely ruin a console and my man zero it wasn't even it wasn't even the launch ahead. it was the reveal that the thing reveal was dead too, in yeah. the water jesus yeah, <laughs> yeah it, it, it was bad as soon man. as that press conference wrapped yo it was like well that's an l <laughs> <laughs> was, nah, you, you already knew man nubs went upstairs and got some damn bang gay he was getting raised i'm about to get a baiting <laughs> <laughs> He's just rubbing it up, pre preemptive bang gay in, man. Just rubbing it on himself, like, bro, I'm about to, about to get a beating. I already know. Let me, let me, let me, let me open my Facebook groups, man. Lay back gamers. Oh, here we go. E, E, zero, fucking, <laughs> fucking, uh, well, Pharaoh even jumping in as well, man. I man, feel you, bro. I, it was, I was, that, that I was MIA deal, for the was... first three years, bro. I was upset. I'm like, I don't mind none of the, I didn't mind any of the DRM shit. Cause like, that's what's happening now anyway. Like I didn't mind it then. Funny, and funny how everyone's more susceptible, you know, open to it. Yeah. Cause it, it's, it's, it's the norm now. Now like, Oh, boo, I, I gotta have it online. What don't you have online now in 2019? Hmm. That's a good point. But let, let me, let me touch on this Google thing, man. Again, before you bash something, you gotta give it some positives. I mean, Kofi, Kofi did a good job with that, but let, for Google Stream, what I saw is an ambitious project, project, man. To be able to be able to even try to stream games 4K 
talking about 4K 60 stream. That's insane. That, that is a damn dream, but it's insane. And just the, uh, I guess, the way that they that everything is linked. That's the dopest part is how it's integrated with YouTube and how, like, they were talking about watching a trailer. And if you're if you already subscribed to the service, you could just click on the trailer. Like, oh, that game looks cool. I didn't even think about that game. Or, you know what I mean? Like, let me, let me, let me play and try it right now and then be able to try it. Now, if the theories come to play, I think I think that would be dope. And my man Kofi said earlier, what would Google bring to the gaming generation or industry such like Microsoft? Because before, I, I could, I'm could, i pretty sure that the guys were you know, talking shit about Microsoft and well, what are they doing in this, this, uh, this market where it's dominated by Japanese developers and game companies? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They were like, Microsoft has no say. They, they, make, they make Windows. Stay your ass in Windows. Nobody wants you in this gaming uh, market. And it's kind of similar now with the attitude of Google. Um, I, I mean, I don't technically agree, but I mean, they're like, oh, man, I'm hoping this was fail. My man, Yujiro Hama is like, I hope they both fail. Bruh, like, I don't I don't want any company to fail because competition, <laughs> man, it can only benefit us, right? Exactly. If, if, if I mean, Google somehow makes a server where a service where it's like they reduce that input lag and it's just... It's almost flawless. Then it would it would make the other companies have to step their game up. It would, it would make PlayStation Network actually be useful, right? You know, what I'm saying? I mean, you know what I'm saying. Go ahead. Go how ahead. I'm how I'm looking at this is okay. Microsoft, they're pretty much gonna package X Cloud with Gold. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, so it's not like people that are already using that service are gonna see like a strange or you know crazy increase in their bill because they're they they're already getting charged for this online service. You know what I'm saying? Like. I, I'm I'm not scared of that. Like I'm I'm already like okay. So watch, gold is either gonna go up by ten dollars, um, by ten dollars a year overall or some shit. Or it's, it's not gonna be anything crazy because they're gonna they're gonna find a way to integrate it into what you're already paying. Whether that's through oh you get XCloud because you're a member of Game Pass or oh because you have gold you also have access to XCloud kind of shit. So facts. All right, man. Like I don't again XCloud is not out yet, so I can't compare. I mean, I can only assume that it, I mean, well, for first of all, just looking at the face value, right? xCloud is targeting more of the casual crowd because they're not trying to go for 4K60. They're, they're just trying to aim 1080, something where it's feasible and doable in a sense. So I'm thinking, it to work. Yeah, exactly. Right. Get it to work first before you upscale. So, I mean, I think that's important, but we'll see. I mean, both, both introductions to me have been failed, man. Like that Stadia announcement, that lag again like discusses in other other podcasts pressing a 10 times just to be able to jump is not a good look <laughs> and then and, and then and then playing uh forza you know forza forza and then having the uh the lady the lady presenter turn and then have it turn right 10 seconds later and she's over there tapping the right trigger like ah, it's not it's not it's not it's not a good look for the uh for the eye test for me and i'm like man why why why, don't they do this like don't they practice you know what i mean like have someone watch it and then like freeze frame everything because you know how the internet is the internet never loses (laughs) they're gonna find everything i really don't know who google's trying to cater to either i mean that's a good question yeah that's a very good very good point if you're looking at casual gamers i mean they don't care about 4k they don't care about that, but also I think I think casual gamers like the idea of playing with friends. I think that's part of the experience. Mm-hmm. And when you're, I don't I don't see how that's gonna fly. I I don't see. I mean, sing, 
fucking Assassin's Creed was lagging, like during the presentation. So I mean, yep. <laughs> what what like, genres just fall out of out of usefulness for this service, right? Like you oh, were saying, Brandon, fighting, shooting. So I mean, yeah, you have you have people playing against each other, and you're trying to you know hit a fatality on Mortal Kombat, and you can't hit it because fucking lag. Like, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so that's that's enough of this damn dog shit subject. Everyone's want to beat it to the ground. I, I, I didn't want to jump in though. I'll go as go as there last to go. Like, completely bash it to to Kofi's point. Well, actually, to go to Nuff's point, one of the things that like worries me about it, it makes it odd for me, is that a lot of the things they were doing, like oh, you get stuck on this part, you can look it up on YouTube video. Those are features, <laughs> not games. Yeah. And thing, Xbox. <laughs> I knew, I knew you gonna say Xbox, man. I was, I was, I was hoping. I'm like, you better not say anything about Xbox Zero. I'm gonna light your ass up. So like, we but, like our features, damn it. But not, not to my point is like, we've done this before, and we didn't want this. Why do you think we want it now? What's changed? We, we haven't changed, and I don't think the generations below us have changed really either. They're not really that interested. Um, maybe, maybe, I, and I'm sure there is some Twitch integration. But even then, like it, it, that's hard to see that being completely useful. It's like when TVs have picture in picture. Like how, how much was that really used? Not a lot. No, they not, took not it out. I mean, yeah, I worked with Comcast. That that shit went away. Like because people weren't fucking using it. And then oh, the the, the five people that were using it called in about <laughs> it. Like, hey, you guys took it away. Like yeah, nobody was fucking using it. Terrible. <laughs> Let's say before you kill Xbox, just remember Pikachu will be DLC for Halo. <laughs> <laughs> oh that is a Halo choice. It will be a welcome addition. <laughs> wow, that's that's Chief, crazy. Master Chief will be a Pokemon trainer on a new Pokemon. <laughs> Yo, I really wouldn't put it past Nintendo to throw some sly Master Chief stuff in there. Honestly, <laughs> yeah, that'd be fire. But the, it, it, the infrastructure of what Google's trying to do could be the backhanded way in helping gamers. What they're trying to do, I think, is actually very good. And the same thing to your point, Violet, like their effort is good. And if they can really nail this infrastructure and really get people to stream all across the globe at very good speeds with very little latency, I don't know how well it's going to do for gaming in the immediate run because though it'll probably move like to connect right in where mm -hmm. it's better used in other applications because it's still good right. technology mm -hmm. and then it will circle back around to gamers okay so, but what about what about ads like I, i'm 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 already feeling like every time i'm gonna try to play a damn stream game i'm gonna have to watch an ad first yeah it is youtube man oh, oh google read, yeah yeah Bro, you go, you go to jump and you you know trying to jump onto this branch and everything's fine time and all of a sudden it's like ten second Geico commercial. <laughs> it's like no way. Guess how much I saved on Geico? Like, bro. <laughs> like now I missed my jump, motherfucker. Like, <laughs> bro. Then it's gonna get too casual. It's gonna see that you lost to the boss three times, and it's gonna pay. You're gonna pay like five dollars to jump ahead. Oh, oh man. <laughs> Here's a guide, ten dollar guide to help you get past this. <laughs> oh, I know You're that. Like a just right. one screen ad for how to get past this part that you Ex got. Exactly, times. exactly. <laughs> Subscribe to this guy's channel. <laughs> like, bro. Well, what's that? What's that show? Um, 
Dang, was it Black Mirror where it was like futuristic and it had like a whole bunch of ads and like you got to like ride this bike? Yo, to be able I was to thinking the same thing. That's the vibe I got. <laughs> like, Ain't like, that crazy? When he was closing his eyes and the ad would pause oh, for him to yeah. open his eyes again. Oh, and I was just yeah. thinking about that. <laughs> that is a wild world, man. Just, and he had, and to, he had to pay to get rid of it. Yo, like, that's insane. Yeah, you had to pay yeah. to get rid of the ad. Man, that's that's wild. So anyway, uh, I think I think Zero did a nice uh, segue into the next topic that we're going to talk about, man. It's about these damn casual gamers. Are casual gamers taking over the industry? And if so, man, what does that mean for us? What does that mean for the hardcore gamers? Are we now going to be obsolete? Is it too soon to say that? Will it happen in the future? What are your thoughts, man? Zero, go ahead, man. You segued last time. So what do you think about this? Casual gamers, man. Filthy casuals. Uh, um. What what are we describing as casual? Casual gamers are those that like to play nothing but two K. Uh, you know, don't don't really consider themselves as gamers. They just like to play one game and one game only. The COD players they play one game, one game only. Um, the phone people like like you know your girlfriend man, she's a casual gamer. I agree. So I, let me my my definition be a little different. Although the phone thing I think is a very key one. That's a casual gamer. Um, because like if a dude or anybody only plays Madden, or I know a couple people only play like Call of Duty or Madden, but yeah, they're casuals. I, I would actually consider them hardcore. All they oh. do, they're in and out talking about I'm about to go to this tournament, about to win this. I've never competed in a tournament for any real amount of money. All right, okay, okay, okay. Now separate that. Tournament players like you like Halo, if you just played Halo and you went to tournament, they yeah, you have to be hardcore to play against the best. But I'm talking about users that are just to play Madden and you buy Madden every year to play just Madden or nowadays 2K and you buy VCs just to play 2K. You're a casual gamer, my guy. If I talk, talk to you about video games and the history of video games and it puts you on a debate show like this, would you be able to like be, would you be able to even talk shop or are you going to just talk to me about, man, I spent a hundred dollars on the VC card. Like, bro, that's, okay, that's, right. yeah, that's, that's just casual. Then maybe, then maybe in that sense it's casual, but I don't know. Like, I Ain't nothing, it ain't nothing wrong with it. Don't, don't get me wrong, but like you play one type of game. Because I don't think, to answer the question, I don't particularly think they're ruining, having much to do with the industry at all, considering microtransactions, casual, VC. I, I disagree. Like a lot of those people who play Destiny, Anthem, all the stuff, they just want to get somewhere fast. They want to get to that in game content and they will pay whatever it costs <laughs> to get there. Um, but like, I think it's it's a larger conversation, right? Like, mm -hmm. if if you've got kids who play Fortnite, they might not ever want to purchase anything until they see Ninja with the marshmallow skin. That's a good point. Now they want the marshmallow skin. Now these, these kids, most children probably wouldn't be considered casual. They're hardcore because they probably play all and all they do the same way we did when we grew up. Let's talk yeah. about the latest and greatest games. Um. So I don't know. I think the industry is trying to unsuccessfully court casual gamers. I think the we only had the real success. You're talking about mobile only, right? I, I, I think overall. I, okay. I think we just stricken to mobile like phone games. They got it's on. They got them online. I mean, Flappy Bird made that dude a millionaire. Um, uh, and all those other ones. You know that's on lock, but if we if we pull it back to uh, like you know, the three systems, the four if we count PC. Right. I don't know if they. I think the industry is really trying to figure out how to get them. How do you get those eyes? How do you get that time? How do you pull somebody away from Angry Birds to play 
their version of a Halo game. Good point. Um, and like I said, I think the Wii has only been able to do it successfully. And again, that was a bit of a fluke. Like no one expected it to do well. It just did well for some particular reason. Um, but even then, they couldn't capitalize off the success of that because the Wii U was garbage. So yeah, but I, I got the Switch though, the handheld slash mobile gaming. But I think they lost the cat. Like the grandparents who bought the Wii, they've got no interest in the Switch. The, Good point. The, you know, my my I, my aunt and uncle bought one because like with the Wii Fit joint, like oh we can like work out on it. They're never buying a Switch for that. Switch isn't even catering to that anymore. So I don't. I I think the industry is trying, and I I, I think X. Xbox did the same thing with the features aspect, right? And it's like, well, hey, you don't always got to be on games. What about if we get you attached to your YouTube channel or your favorite album that comes out so you can now listen to your Spotify while you're playing Forza, which is great. But like, if I'm really into gaming, that's not a selling point for me. It's nice to have it because like, I remember it was, that wasn't a great Xbox selling point, right? Like, bro, you can listen to your music playing just about anything. That's very fun. Uh, but as time went on and technology got better, I have like three devices in front of me right now that I can listen to music on. It doesn't really matter where it's coming from. So I don't think they, I think the industry is trying to fall over itself, trying to cat court to casual gamers. So I wouldn't place the blame on them. I put it back mm. to the industry saying, hey, I don't know, guys, whatever you're doing isn't working. Maybe just try to jump into the mobile space and just do something like that. Like if you can make the next Angry Birds, you'll be fine. Uh, okay, so you don't you don't see it as a, a threat at all to us hardcore gamers and how we how we uh, I guess change the way we play or push us towards something like a PC down the road. I, I don't. I, I think us hardcore gamers are still getting some pretty solid games uh, that keep us interested. I mean, what uh, Sacred Road, you know, Fire game that that is not for the casual folks. Hell to the no. You know what I'm saying? Actually, I look at all the the games on Kofi's list like I wouldn't put any of them except for maybe Dreams, <coughs> Uncharted. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I wouldn't even put Uncharted up there. But but it's it's close because it's very popular. But mm. even then like if there's no like Pokémon is close, but people feel a certain way about Pokémon because it's aimed towards children. So certain people aren't going to be picking up playing Pokémon like no, that's for kids. It's a hardcore. It's a hardcore element in Pokemon, though. A lot of people don't. Really a hardcore know. element with level breeding and all this type of stuff, and all yeah. the things that are still going on, and uh, you know that people play Pokemon to a very extreme level, or even Nuzlocke runs, where every time you lose, you have to get mm. rid of that Pokemon. Wow, that's that's, that's fuck that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and like imagine you just get caught slipping off on like a critical hit, and you lost your Charizard, and like that's it. Like you can't get him back anymore. Like fuck uh, that. Yeah, I, I think that the industry, I don't think uh, casual gamers are as much of a threat as the industry is trying to court an audience that really has no interest, right? They'll come and go as they please. There's there's no way to really keep them here. All right, man. So uh, it seems like to you, you don't think it's much of a much of an issue at the, at the moment in time and you feel like they're the, the industry is even failing to even capture the casual army i respect that opinion man Farrell, what do you think man do you think the industry moving towards this trying to get capture a casual market uh would that be a detriment to us gamers or do you think there's enough space for both uh i think there's enough space for both but i think uh i think when it comes to any form of 
of entertainment media, you always have to focus to your hardcore base because the casuals will will follow. Like, you know, they'll they'll come and go. Like you still make games that casual gamers can enjoy. You you still cater to a casual experience, but you always have to factor in the hardcore gamer because those are the ones that are going to be standing outside at you know eleven o'clock waiting for a midnight release of your new console or your new game. They're they're the ones who are pre-ordering everything. Um, casual gamers are not those people. So if you really want to have success, those are things that you really really have to focus on. You have to stick to your to your hardcore base, and I, I think. I think as long as you do that, whether it be in movies or, or video games or, or whatever, I think you're going to be successful. I mean, we look at the Marvel films and most of the Marvel films, for the most part, they cater. They try their best to cater to the hardcore base when they make their movies, even knowing that they can't do everything that the uh, that's in the comics. But, you know, I, like, for instance, everyone's crushing Captain Marvel film. Captain Marvel to me is more of a film that, cater to the casual fan base more so than the hardcore fan base. And you see you see the difference. As long as you have the hardcore support what you're putting out, casuals are going to follow more times than not. All right, man. That's what's up. And uh, we'll do a quick shout-out to the chat again, man, for people coming in late, uh, a little late. Mr. Kima, man, Apple announced their gaming streaming service today, and it seems to be ahead of Google Stadium. <laughs> Google Stadium. Google Stadia. Yeah, again, I don't have much information on that yet. I have to check, but that could definitely be the case. Uh, supposedly it's coming with what said 30,000 games or something crazy like that. Mr. Righteous Fish, a lot of adults play that Pokemon. That is facts. Uh, that'd be me. Uh, when I eventually finally get a switch, my man Yobi, what up, bro? Like, yeah, hit that like button, man, and share this shit out, man. Uh, support the kid and support and support us, VGP uh, podcast. Anyway, fair uh, nubs, man, what do you think about this, man? Do you uh, Zero and Feral made some good points, man. They, they think that they that the casual market and the hardcore market can coexist. But if that's the case, then why, why so much, uh, so much talk about streaming? Why, why does it seem like everybody in the mama want to get a streaming service? It feels like, it feels like Walmart's trying to get the streaming. Then you're going to have Walgreens in the streaming. Like what, like what's going on, man, if, if that's the case. <laughs> so without the casual crowd, your game ain't moving 20 million copies. Not going to happen. So the hardcore get that, you know, five, 10 million, maybe 15, but it's, it's a numbers game at the end of the day, your hardcore set does not change really when you look at it as far as your sales. So these companies have to court casual gamers there because that's where they're going to make up for the revenue from the hardcore gamers. Not because not just because your hardcore doesn't mean you buy everything. You know what I'm saying? If you're hardcore, you're going to buy your system. You're going to buy the couple of games for your system that you really enjoy and that you're going to leave it at that. You're also you going to buy the upgrades Back. to said system too, though. Right. You're going to buy the upgrades. Got a pro. Yeah. I, I completely yeah. agree with that. Yeah, but you're going to buy the upgrades to the set system because they, they know that that's for you there. But at the end of the day, they still got to move software and hardware. And when they know, okay, look at Xbox. Okay, let's say hardcore. There's 10 million hardcore Xbox fans. They sold almost 40 million consoles. If 10 million of that is hardcore there, then that other 30 million hopped on because, oh, it's cheap. Or, oh, my friends have this. Or, oh, I love Minecraft. Oh, okay, but it, you, you see what I'm saying? Like, you, you need you need mm -hmm. both. You, at least in this day and age, like, you, you can't really function without. If you, just, if you just cater to the hardcore there, 
you're you're not going to that that's not a very successful business model. I think the OG Xbox was just, it was like the hardcore box. Exactly, but that's it and that's why it yeah. got stomped. Like it, it, that's it. They were they were like only the hardcore Xbox fans are going to buy this yeah. and that's exactly what happened. But you see and they never made any headway that gen like at all. Regardless of having the best the, the most powerful console cuz they did. They did have better sure. graphics than the PS2. Um Xbox they did Live. have some decent games there but nobody was playing the damn thing because everybody oh, oh, was oh. like I'm going like, to oh I'm in. on the PS2 wave. Look, I have to interrupt you real quick. They had more than some decent games. Yeah, they had a lot, but like I said, no, nobody cared. In the in the grand scheme of things, mainstream was like, eh, PlayStation. So, <laughs> good point, good point, man. So, Kofi, what do you oh, think about all this? Man? Had a DVD oh, player oh. and the Xbox <laughs> yeah, back with the DVD. You had to buy a remote to access the DVD feature. Ah, uh, yeah, that's true. No yeah. Xbox, so that was a part of it too. Yeah, that was yeah I remember that. You had the little dongle. Yeah, the green, the green fucking remote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. That was a part of it too. It wasn't just. But you, you could, you could rip your CDs though. Like you could True. rip your CDs and get custom soundtracks in every game. Yeah, that that part was dope. I mean, I, yeah. I love the original Xbox. I still got it right around the corner in the back of my in my house. But you know, I haven't fired it up in a while. But I, I still love it. That's what's up, man. So, so. F- so, uh, Kofi, you're the last one up on this topic, man. So, Zero, Pharaoh, and Nubs all made their piece on it. What do you think about casuals, man? What, what do you take on this? I try to think about the last time the casual market affected me personally as a gamer. Fucking you know, Switch? Or the Wii, Wii? Absolutely. You read my mind. So It affects you every day, man. That's where you get the money for these AAA titles. The sales of the Wii... And their influence for motion gaming, I feel like, really changed the narrative that both Xbox and PlayStation wanted to have around, I don't know, what, 2010, 2011? They saw all these sales, right, which we know were very empty because the Wii's attach rate was a disaster, right? Wii Sports sold, (laughs) you know, as many consoles as they did games. But um, this kind of is turning into a question for Xbox because I, I feel like on the PlayStation side, they were able to balance their eye and still give me third and fourth party games that make me happy with that generation. But for Xbox, I think maybe they had originally decided not to go with many games late gen, but they also doubled down on Switch. Do, do you guys feel like you were hurt in that gen? Because for me, I feel like I still was very satisfied with PS3. A lot of disappointments, especially on the server side. But for games, I was happy. So I feel like now with the new emergence of, the, of mobile gaming, I'm still going to be fine. I still look at this PS4 first party generation as uh, the most hits out of the park that first party has ever done minus Nintendo. Cause Nintendo is amazing. So zero, you don't have to fight me on that one. <laughs> but generally I, 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 I'm so, I'm so happy because a lot of these games could really just fall in the dirt. And, and again, the grid that I'm showing, some of these games may end up being trash. Okay. Let's say that uh, last of us two is a disappointment. I don't know. <laughs> All of them. I'm oh, sorry. Yeah, I know you, you can bring the hate. You, you can hate eight out of these nine games, but maybe love the ninth one, and it defines the generation for you. That was that was well worth it. I, I'll get off my pedestal, but generally, I'm not that worried about the casual market, uh, just because I'm a Sony gamer and I've seen so Sony in the worst time when they're bleeding on their console sales. Me still enjoy those games. Brandon, we're opposite sides here. I appreciate you mentioning how casuals. You really need them in order to get those sales. And when they when it doesn't sell well, 
it re- it really hurts them, and, and maybe it does. You're right because it, it it funds it funds the shit that you want. That that's how I look at it as is like that that's what's gonna fund the Last of Us, or you know, like it, that that's where you, you're gonna get the money from. Because I, I I can tell you, like out of the ninety million PS4s, like I swear, like forty million of those was bought just because it was a you know. It, it can it has Netflix on it and it's a fucking Blu-ray player. Like I'm, I'm telling you, <laughs> I I agree with you. I I guess I I appreciate you because I just have a different perspective. I just want a good game. I never think about sales. Like I already pre-ordered Shenmue three. I don't know how well it's going to sell, but I think I'll have uh, a really good I'm time. I'm getting it. I'm getting it. And, and me and Pharaoh. Oh, that's <laughs> right. So, so, so and I Pharaoh and I were part of the original Kickstarter that started like back in 2016. So that that game maybe it doesn't make its money back, but God dang it, I'm, I think I'm going to have a good time. And that's all I'm I'm driving for. Shemu changed the game again. Fact, facts. Say, sailors in uh and glorious 4k it's like no nah, i'm kidding <laughs> all right man so i think we beat that topic to the to the dirt um i think i guess my take on it i think i've already discussed this before as of right now just playing devil devil's advocate here because i agree with you guys man you, you do need both but the way how the companies are moving man companies move where the money is no matter what and and i think nowadays the, the blurred lines between casual like casual gamers back then you could point them out like i'm when i'm saying back then like in an og xbox era 360 era or even before that you can you know a casual gamer they'll play like one game or or even play with them retro games you know what i mean yeah, that's that's who bought all the damn pokemon games exactly. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. that was all about that game boy life but like exactly Everybody that that bought Pokemon wasn't really about that life. It, it was it was part of the trend. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Of, they, oh, they, everybody they else that. is playing Pokemon. That that reminds me of like Pokemon Go, man. That that the craziness of that. You know what I mean? Like the the trends are set, and you and as as we go forward in in, in industry and we go forward uh, through generations, I think it the, the lines are getting a lot more blurred when it comes to casual gamers and and the mm-hmm. video game industry. Because back then, man, back then it was not as cool to be a gamer like let's just be real like it was not especially if you was a hardcore game you you got it even bad like even worse you know why what you I mean? got that magazine, bro? Why you walking around? Exactly. With the what game you want? Gaming former? What is this? Nintendo, <laughs> Nintendo power. Like, you a fucking nerd. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, let's be let's be serious, man. Like like nowadays, nowadays it's cool to be like. Like when I when I was like you know singer like oh yeah oh like now you have women that are gamers and they're more out and more more prevalent like and that's the coolest thing to be like even basketball players and sports players like yeah I game I play Call of Duty or or Fortnite or whatever stuff like that they're gamers now even though they're casual but they're still classified as gamers yeah I mean the majority more- of people that play Fortnite they're they're casual dude like ninety percent of that player base is casual because only ten yeah. percent of that player base is really fucking good. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly, and I'm just real quick in the chat, man. Zero Hama said, uh, FC5, have you certainly seen any game of service thrive to the top? Yeah, Apex Legends. That shit has yep. well, how many people in it? 30 million, something crazy over like a month. Yeah, and then Yobi says, My co workers trying to get me into buying Pokemon. Let's go. Like, nah, fam, that ain't nothing but a glorified enhanced Pokemon. Go fuck out of here. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I gotta disagree with that. It's really no, no. I would. If you don't get your ass catch him, uh, ass catch him ass up. Like, nah, man, it's the same damn nah. thing. Fuck 
it, it is literally Pokemon Go with like some some additional home features. Yeah. I was waiting for Sword and Shield. I'm waiting for the real Pokemon game to come to the Thanks. Switch. I agree. Sword and Shield is the real game, but I, I gotta stand by my. Oh, I I agree. They should, probably shouldn't have implemented the Go feature in the catching Pokemon. Yeah, they could have. They could have literally just remastered Yellow like they were trying to do and left out all that extra Go shit. I would play it. I would play an updated version of Yellow just because it's an updated version of Yellow. But and all that oh, I gotta be out in the real world with this shit kind of shit was just irritating. Don't worry, they they're, they're just waiting for the Xbox Live integration to to really. <laughs> Xbox Live parties, bro. It's like, bro, I'm gonna be battling zero. And it's like, how you gonna let an Xbox guy beat you in your own game? You know what I mean? <laughs> it'll so, be crazy. It'll be crazy if Pokemon Sword and Shield end up on Game Pass because then we're gonna be talking mad shit to Nintendo. Like, why do we have better graphics than you? Bro, oh, you mean like the upscale and all that? Yeah. It's automatic. Yeah. I was thinking like with this new deal, right? Like that's got to mean somebody from Xbox is coming to Smash. Facts. It has to be. Ori, man. It's going to be Banjo. It's definitely going to be Banjo. It could be Banjo-Kazooie. I mean, it could be Conker from Conker's Bad Fur Day. I mean, it could be a lot of shit. Right? Like people been wanting Banjo and Conker for years. We just got King Karul and that took forever. Just just imagine one day crossplay will be open to everyone and They'll make a game, a Super Smash Brothers equivalent, where all the first parties, uh, heroes from each, that'd from each be Smash fire. Yeah, we'll get to battle it out. Like a I mean, they, they used to do that with Soul Calibur. Remember when you had the the platform? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Soul Calibur. Like you had like Link on GameCube, you had Spawn on Xbox, and you had like Hayachi and shit on a. Yeah, but there wasn't crossplay, so you know. Yeah, there wasn't crossplay, but you know, be like, I'm saying Nathan Drake versus. Master Chief, because that's all Xbox really has right now. If you ask, <laughs> bro, Dom from Gears, and yeah, we gonna leave out all the Gears. Gears. <laughs> so many guys with a gun, though. Conquer, man, you can put Conquer in there, man. Make him like three D versions, like I did Sonic. Look, make him all creepy. Like maybe some second party guys. Quantum Break, y'all. Uh, I yeah. I mean, if we want real, you know, real, real Marvel's Capcom two with it, you gotta start digging the bottom of the barrel to find people who ain't been here in a while. <laughs> True. Oh, like like blinks, yeah. <laughs> blinks, <laughs> fucking blinks. Oh, yeah, shit. Bro. Oh, uh, gecko. <laughs> yeah, all right. So seeing how you guys have completely derailed my damn topic, y'all don't give a fuck about the casual game. We gonna just keep it moving, man. Y'all some bastards for that. Anyway, anyway, the last uh, this is the last topic before I get to my versus topic. We'll touch upon it real quick. I wanted to talk about it last week, but we didn't get a chance. This is a bonus topic. It's about censorship in gaming. When is it bad? So, like, when is it good? We'll be discussing our views on it. And I'm going to give this straight to Kofi because, you know, Sony loves to censor the products to, to, the, to protect the children. You know, all, all PlayStation players are children, uh, you know, mm-hmm. just to protect y'all from, from, from rated M and Yeah, and make, make, sure, make sure you touch on the missing booty in DMC5. Too. Oh, now go ahead, Kofi, yeah. man. What are, you, what, are your, what are your thoughts on this, man? Like, censoring gaming. Like, we're little kids, man. I do not agree with it. I think the way that we censor through Sony, I, I feel like I work for them. <laughs> I <remember seeing> them. <laughs> that, that, was, that was poorly worded. He's I do not me. receive any funds through Sony. I need to put that disclaimer up now. I apologize. Um, they funny, have a dude. very biased way of, of, of um, censoring their games. And I think it's all because of the current cultural climate we live in. So I, I, for example, 
Um, a game that is censored, like DMC5, apparently there's a scene, late, I haven't even gotten to this point in the game, but when Dante is carry, carrying a certain character, um, the female's uh, uh, butt is exposed. You can't see the entire butt, but it is blocked by this glowing energy. And all other versions of this game are not censored. In fact, even the Japanese version of the PlayStation game is not censored. Uh, I own the game on PC, so this, this is uh, not something I will personally see. But when you look at that and you say, okay, nudity, you want to not influence uh, gamers who are young in, in this way. But then you look over at Mortal Kombat and you see violence that's really over the top. And I think that's something that maybe could be too much for a certain gamer. I, I think you have to trust on the rating system that we already have in place to kind of direct whether something should be censored or not. I'll be very honest about this. When there are certain censoring issues, I lean on importing the game. So I've kind of tried to avoid dealing with it. And when I saw you bring this up as a topic, I felt really conflicted because I've just I've just tried to avoid it. <laughs> now, though, in a lot of games, Sony overall is censoring. So there is no way to <laughs> for me to, to get around this. And I generally disagree with it. Um, Though I know that there are some um, some strange uh, circumstances. I'm hearing an echo. Come to Xbox. <laughs> Free of censorship. So <laughs> I'm going to continue. <laughs> it's Pharaoh. Um, <laughs> there are some games. I'm trying to think of one that was very controversial. Um, there is a... Uh, there's a, there's a whole list, Cog man. Yeah, there, there's a, a huge one. Um, Dead or Alive, right Extreme now. Beach Volleyball. Uh, those games have certain features that are removed. And it's really strange because all the other platforms are not in this space where they feel like they need to censor it. I don't, I don't, I'm trying to justify why in my mind they think that this is something they need to do right now. Is it because they sold 100 million units and that their, their market penetration is so great now they feel responsible for, for making these changes now? Where mm. for years, the PlayStation Vita version of a game was very controversial. Uh, I'm trying to think back on um, the original... Dead or Alive Beach Volleyball for PlayStation Vita, you, you were able to uh, look at the characters' bodies and you had uh, motion involved with the, the females' bodies. If you move the uh, the Vita, it was something that would not be smiled upon, apparently, by Sony. So they, they have kind of stepped backwards. Uh, I, I disagree with it, generally. I, I don't really know why they do it right now the only reason i could think is that their the mind share for playstation is so huge they they think they want to i don't know backtrack on their their openness that they've had for so long wow okay well uh pharaoh man what, do you, what are your thoughts on this man do you do you see xbox censoring man do you, do you see like this this hand holding and even though the game is rated m i'm still i still can't watch m rated shit like what the hell did i buy this game for well, I think censoring is everywhere. I just I think Sony probably does a little bit more than others, but I I just think it's an overreaction to um, the media and how they attack video games. But what's the point um, of the ESRB system then? Uh, that hey, you got me. I mean, you can't even you can go on GameStop and they won't they won't sell my little brother a game, or they used to not sell him a little game uh, a game that was rated M. Like he couldn't buy Call of Duty, I had to go buy it for him. But at the same time, you know, the game store is enforcing it. 
So if they're enforcing that, if you're not of the age to buy it, you can't buy it. Why are you restricting the content in the game? I just, exactly. I don't understand it. Um, exactly. And, you know, if you put the ESRB and you, and you put it with the rating system for movies, rated M is equivalent to a rated R film. So why doesn't the game have everything that a rated R film has? Um, you know, I'm not saying that there's a place for sex and games or anything like that, but hey, maybe there is. Um, I'm, but that that's on the uh, that that's on me as what type of entertainment I want to purchase. If I want to purchase a game where there's a female heroine that you know I want to pursue and, and do things with, then that's on me. But I mean, I I don't think that it should be. I don't think it should be as limited as what it is right now. Definitely. Yeah, that's what's up. Before I get, go to the next person, man, I just want to show you a list that I saw on here. A list of censored games from Sony. And each one, you know, they, they go and talk about some of the stuff. Escape 2, minor visual censorship, multiplayer incompatibility. Like, what the hell? Content cuts in Fallout 3, censored in Japan. Uh, you yeah, know, they showed you, they shows you the uncensored versions, too. Out of the country if it was made here, too, which I find interesting. What do you say again? Like, for instance, like you said, Fallout, it, you know, uncensored here in the States, but the gore violence over in Japan. Mm, that's a good point. Isn't that interesting? That is weird because a lot of their stuff is very damn gory, man. All the anime to be watching. Mm -hmm. So, like, this is just one page, as you can see. I'm going to pretty quickly. Recently censored. Oh, Neo censored too? Censored yeah, in Japan. Visual censorship? Wow, okay. So, I'm like, let's get those. Three got some shit in it. I'm saying, that's not <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying, right? Facts. All right, I just want to showcase that, man. So, oh, oh, real quick, that's true. FC Vol, even in music, one of my favorite artists, 50 Cent, had a track called Man Down, and it's and it's a dirty version. They still censor some lyrics. I mean, but that, I mean, that that's that's a different um body that that controls that, right? Or is it the same government governing body that can, but not even because it's not the same body, it's not the same, yeah. I think ERSB tries to model themselves off of mm. pre existing bodies. Right. Okay. Yeah, but but the thing is that would that would be cool if it wasn't that if the game didn't also was wasn't censored on the competing platform like Xbox or PC. Right. So that so this strictly lies on Sony and why they decide to censor. And they have been they have been censored for the last couple. It looks like last couple of years it seems. Yeah, for sure. And I don't I don't hear much outlaw or uh, not like you know outcry from the Sony community. I mean, I it, think it, uh, it's pretty. Yeah, yeah. yeah. almost the children's console. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, when you, when you have the censorship discussion, like I think for a lot of companies, it, the line is always shifting, right? Because mm -hmm. people's consciousness is always shifting now. So it, it's not, and it's clear by evidence and past and things. People don't always know where to draw the line. So you have people who work in advertising who should know better. No, oh, that's a good point. Who get up on Twitter and like say the most outrageous things and then get weird when they say, oh, well, Facebook is censoring you. Um, I, I'm, uh, I'm not completely for censorship, but if a company or a system, if in this case, like, well, I just don't want to have it on mine I can't particularly fault them for that because it's not saying that the game can't exist in this way. It just won't exist in this way on my system. So for Sony, it's like Sony's not saying you can never see 
nude butt in Devil May Cry 5. It's just saying you can't see it for us, at least our American version. Right. Um, and I think it flips back and forth. You know, Americans have a thing about nudity. That's what we are. It's, I, I yeah. think, I'm on the list. Right. Um, Mortal Kombat was banned in Japan. And I, I imagine why. Mortal Kombat is absurdly violent. Um, but Japan doesn't seem to have much of an issue with nudity. Uh, most places east of us really don't have problems with nudity. That's like our hangup. So I don't really know why it is, but it is. We're all Puritans. Yeah, Puritan uh, culture. <laughs> yeah. But then you get people who like to push the line and mess things up, like the dudes from Steam who made, what, the Rape Day game? Oh, and yeah. Like, Jeez. You know, like, if Steam's going to have a hands-off approach to it, it's like, well, then let us have our game. And if not, then it's censorship. And it's like, well, see, now you've taken it too far. We We... We acknowledge that, sure, we're going to let some things go and maybe we'll have a hands-off attitude to it. And then you decide to push the envelope a little bit too far. Now, it's good because Steam really should be curating things that show up on their storefront. Um, if nothing else, just not to waste my time so I don't have to wade through garbage to get something good. But, you know, there's this really interesting line that you have to be wary about. And as a company, it can go either way. Like, you know, I bet Sony really thought they did something with this with their version of the direct today. They were all everybody's really proud and people behind it. <laughs> they got hit hard. Now they're gonna have to go back and reevaluate. Like, okay, what did we do wrong? How do we do better? And so, it all it takes is for one strange thing, like the Devil May Cry thing. I don't think that's a really big deal. I'm not exactly sure why they would do something like that. Uh, Dead or Alive, I can understand, only because it borders on a lot of absurdity. But there are some things, but you know, we also lived in a world where we had Manhunt. That's true. And that was big, big, like, like Manhunt, when I played Manhunt, I still felt a little young to be playing it. Like, geez, I don't know that. <laughs> Should I take this back? <laughs> yeah, because, you know, Manhunt made it feel real. Like, I can gun people down all day in Grand Theft Auto, but it never feels real. And nothing about Grand Theft Auto, no matter how much they improve it, no matter how nice it looks, I'm still just like, like all the characters are characters. They're pushed mm -hmm. to the far beyond reaches of like, you know, they managed to make Scarface an even more outlandish character in Vice City. And that dude is already outlandish. But it, it's all it's all in the name of satire, though. And that, that's why you can't really take Grand Theft Auto seriously because you know it's satire. You right. know what I'm saying? Like it's a farce. That, that, right. that, that's that's why it works. That's why it's hilarious and that's why it's fun. Versus something like like Manhunt, like, no, that was just that that was yeah, dark. Was, that was, yeah, that, that, was, was that, that was wild. Jesus. <laughs> and so like if people wanted to censor Manhunt, I was like, I, I get it. Like that that feels real, bro. Like that's that feels really real. So I, I can understand. Uh, I find it interesting that Nintendo has gotten better with it over the years. Um, and they've allowed like games like Galgun and Galgun 2 to exist on the Switch, uh, which is just, we're just, per I mean, to be I honest, I'm shocked per about that. Yeah, I won't call them perv games, but they are shoot <laughs> hearts at women and their clothes come off. Wow. And I think there's like many games where you massage them. So, you know. If you like it, by all means, enjoy. And actually, it does look that's like a, a hey, on a rail shooter, to be completely honest. Um, and that's the second part of it, right? Like some of these games just aren't good anyway. Censorship or no censorship, it's just not a good game. 
All right, fair enough, man. Yeah. Fair. What are your thoughts on censorship, man? I think I already, I think I already went to you, didn't I? Yeah, I just get it, bro. I'm tripping. <laughs> hey, Nubs, man, what do you think about uh, censorship, my dude? Um, Games is art. So, I mean, I, I, don't, I don't agree with it at all. Like, I hate when cuts are made that don't convey the original vision just to be politically correct. Because, I mean, I, I, hate see, I hate hearing it in music. I hate seeing it in movies and TV shows and shit. Like, I paid $60 for this. I should get all of it. You know what I'm saying? Who are you to tell me that this content isn't appropriate for me when I'm the one, you know, I'm the motherfucker buying it. What's what's a, what's a way to to circumvent that? Like, what's a way to so you work can have toggles? That? Like, okay, you can have mm. toggles. I should be able to turn that shit off if you if you're really that uncomfortable about it. I mean, you have that. You can turn like gore and stuff off in games. You can do that, right? But to just outright be like, nah, you can't have it just because, like, nah, that's stupid. I put it in the game. What was the point of putting it in the damn game if you was just gonna cut it out anyway? That's that sounds like a waste of resources to me. And then nowadays, with the way that they build systems, with you with the parental controls built in, even if you pop in a mature game, the censorship should already be in place based on the parental settings on the system. Right. I mean, there's ways that you can, you know, limit the censorship. Yeah. All right, man. So I think we definitely touched upon that topic, and I have I was going. I'm going to end the show really real soon, but after my last, I only did one versus question this week. Uh, there was a lot of news that, that you know to, to follow through. We didn't even touch on all the news. I think we'll probably talk about Epic and the uh, the controversy behind that. Most most likely next week, man. And, and it's funny that and it's funny that there are actual PC fanboys out there that uh, PC guys that I know don't you know they think they're above all that, but then they defend this, the Steam store and they might have a good point about it. But still, like that the Epic and Steam controversy is pretty interesting. But uh, so so to the versus topic, man, this is akin to or likened to the Hosekiro thing. So which game do you think is better, right? Ninja Gaiden or Dark Souls and why? So I'm gonna go straight to Nubs. What do you think, man? Ninja Gaiden or Dark Souls? Who would you take and why? Wow. So... I'm gonna say Ninja Gaiden just because Ninja Gaiden, like, if you got when you got good, that game was amazing. Like, I mean, it's amazing even when you're trash at it. Um, but like when you got good, good, and everything is just so smooth, and you're just like a, a killing machine, like that, that's where the fun is. You know, when everything is so fluid and everything just lines up and you can pretty much dodge everything with Dark Souls, like there's there's so much that yeah, there's skills skill that goes into it there's a lot of luck too like like there's there's a bunch of bullshit in dark souls that just rubs me the wrong way like it, it's it's I, I don't mind difficult games but it's difficult to the point where it's not fun i don't want to play it anymore mm. and mm -hmm. I, I i i didn't get that in other difficult games like, i didn't get that way in ninja guy like, oh i get stuck at a part okay i'll come back to it and I'll, I'll finally beat it you know what i'm saying there's bosses in there that kicked my ass the first couple of times i felt that way about cuphead too like it's it's hard but fair like I know what I'm doing wrong and I know how I can get past what I need to get past. I just have to do it versus okay. dark souls. That's just, 
oh man, you breathed wrong. You getting punished. <laughs> like, like, nah, you should have dodge rolled like 20 times instead of 19, bro. You gonna hold this L. Like, nah, like I I, I just I just never agreed with that. Like it's it's painful. Like I never got into I, I could never get into Dark Souls because of that. Like I like Demon Souls. And then Dark Souls, I'm like, nah, I, I don't want to play this. Like, I'm I'm good. And then, right. I, but I don't have that issue with Sekiro though. Like, that shit's fun. Like, it's 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 difficult, but it's fun. All right. So this ain't about Sekiro. That'd be too easy questions. I had to go back to the OG versus yeah, the like, imitator, I, man. I'm I'm getting that Ninja Gaiden feel from Sekiro though. That's that's the thing. So I think that's exactly, what I like and, and that's why I like it. So you already know where I'm leaning towards. This. I'm gonna go with Zero, man. What do you think, man? Would you, uh, do you would you prefer Dark Souls? Or do you think Ninja Gaiden was the better game and why? Well, if you can like see my picture now, I had to change it right quickly to uh, a big dumbass wolf with a sword. The great- does make very good points, like because Dark Souls can sometimes feel unfair. And it's never fun when it's unfair. Um, but well, people love Dark Souls though, bro. Because I think I don't I feel think, like they feel like they're the OG in this uh, hard gaming stuff. It's a hard game, but I don't know. Cuphead might be harder. Um, but like it's it's just it it punishes you when you make mistakes, and I think that's the key. Where a lot of games either don't punish you or save you when you make mistakes. Uh, but overall, it's the atmosphere of Dark Souls. Man. Like yeah, the, exactly. The look, the feel of it, like everything feels new. Uh, like by the time Ninja Gaiden rolls around and like the guys with the guns show up, I'm like, okay, I get where I'm at. I fight ninjas, I fight dudes with guns, and I fight monsters, um, and we roll through. But like, again, too, when when you first meet the Great Gray Wolf, like you're just walking through a graveyard and you just see the wolf sitting there, and you don't get a sense of its scale until you get closer, and you're like, oh, I'm gonna have to fight this giant wolf as I would do any other giant wolf, and then it picks up a sword in his mouth. <laughs> and now you gotta fight it, and now it's sword fighting you, and it's like, what? <laughs> when the walls use swords, bro? <laughs> like, how do I, how do I get around this? Um, so, or who are the two twins? Uh, I think Ornstein and Smo, uh, who are just two like big dudes in iron armor. Uh, like Dark Souls might be sometimes unfair, but just on an atmosphere, a game feel, and just the whole character, I gotta give it to Dark Souls. Wow! Wow! I wasn't expecting that turn there. So you think Dark Souls was better because of the atmosphere and the characters? Yes, I think it was a better... Even though it was a cheap-ass game? I can't say it's a cheap game. It's just unforgiving. It's just unforgiving. Like I said, there are some moments where it does feel unfair, but it's just, it's not, it's going to punish you when you make mistakes. It won't leave you alone. Is it unforgiving because of the mechanics of the game or unforgiving because of bad coding? I, I think it really mechanics, right? Like that's what made the original Resident Evils hard, right? Like the tank controls made it impossibly hard to like, cause you got to turn left, then run, turn right, then run, lift up, look down, shoot. But that added to the atmosphere of the game. That made you, that made zombies a lot more terrifying than in what, four? When you, if you could run from the original Resident Evil zombies, like you can run in four, they would never be a threat. They would just be slow moving things. That's why they had to speed it up in four and had these people actually come after you. So I don't think I think the the mechanics are built into the world that you're dealing with. All right, man. I I, I see what Zero's doing. He's just gonna 
every week he's gonna go against what I think I, I <laughs> the, the winner is. Every week he's done this. He started off. He started off nice too. I'm like, okay, I think I'm about to get this in the bag. He gonna switch it to the end. Talking about Dark Souls. <laughs> yeah, he confused me too. I was like, he confused the shit out of me. Like, what? What is this? Is this us? Like the movie? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> so I, I see you, man. You, you just like you just like the start starship. It's all good, Pharaoh, man. Let these people know which is the better game and why. Like, come on, it's obvious. I'm gonna go with Ninja Guy, and I just. Thought it was a more fun to play game. Um, Dark Souls, I mean, good game, but I mean, the overall experience just didn't leave me with anything other than it's a tough game to play. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going with Ninja Guy, and I just, I was always a fan of Ninja Guy, and you know, back to its old roots before it, it made its way to Xbox. So short, short and sweet, man. That's what's up. Kofi, man, what do you think? So I want to lay out really quick that I've played Demon Souls and I've played Dark Souls 2, the Scholars of the First Sin, I don't know, remaster on PS4. Oh, um, I didn't play the first Dark Souls and I haven't played the third. But I lo I loved Demon Souls. I remember there, uh, I'm sure some fans in the chat would know there's this sword you can get called the Blue Blood Sword. And it was based on like your magic ability and your luck ability. And you could do a ton of damage and kind of confuse people who might invade your world because they may not recognize the type of sword. It was like a small, well, it was a single-handed sword that, you know, obviously you could dual palm or whatever. Um, all that said, um, Ninja Gaiden especially Ninja Gaiden 2, was the first game I really wanted to beat more than once. Pharaoh mm -hmm. and Zero may know me. I don't like, like, when I finish a game, especially like a single-player game or an RPG, something like that, I, I play it to its fullest. I complete that game. Even my favorite game of all time, I put it down. I'm done. Ninja Gaiden 2 or Sigma 2 was the first game I beat seven times. Damn, bro. I went back on normal, a hard. I remember with the hardest one where, you know, the hardest setting for Sigma 2 is one hit kills. I beat that game on one hit kills and you get your bar. The bar for your health is in gold so that when you do the online co-op, people know that you beat it like on the hardest oh. setting. Um, another <laughs> thing I want to speak to uh, about people who might think that Ninja Gaiden is not as hard as Dark Soul or Demon Souls, either one, is one of the final co-op missions is to fight all four major bosses with your partner online co-op together at the same time so the oh, wolf shit. with his scythe and the butterfly lady with her tail randomly trying to impale you yo i'm telling you it's as hard as it gets um i actually that's the one mission that held me back from getting a platinum in the game you had to beat the game eight times um you had to do speed run well not speed runs you had to do like a time trial and you had to do the regular story four times each and then you had to do all those online co-op missions and i couldn't beat that last one <laughs> you had to beat all four of them i yep. love uh sigma 2 izuna drop the mini game oh, when you kill an enemy and you go into the soul charge attack and you get all the orbs that you may have gotten from from like significant kills and it charges your your attacks oh i love it the vigorian flail and the way that the the nunchucks <laughs> and the style I, I yeah. gotta go Sigma, man. I mean, uh, Ninja Guy, it's just and an incredible game. The other thing is, it didn't have the performance issues that you see with like Dark Souls, like at all. Like Ninja Guy has always been smooth and and clean, like every time. I agree. The the frame stutter issue. <laughs> you know, it's so funny. Until I was watching Digital Foundry's review of Sekiro, I forgot about the frame pacing issues they have. Yeah, but from from software be dropping. It still, it still happens on the PC too. Poor, poor yeah. performing games. It's better, but obviously not great. 
Like All you need right, an man. unlock frame rate for that game to really, really sing. They, they locked it at sixty. Sixty on the PC. I can't, I can't unlock it for some reason. Oh yeah, yeah there's a, there's an update coming for that. So you you'll, you'll be able to do you that. You have it on one X. No, I have it on the PC, bro. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 1080. That's what I have. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's apparently like, some forum that you can do it. They, they, show, oh, yeah. they show how to and do it. And if you had like a FreeSync TV in the One X, you could run it at 120 hertz and you won't have frame pacing issues there. But uh, that's not an everyday case. <laughs> All right. That's what's up, man. So so looks like uh, Zero, you're the uh, the odd man out here. You want to you know defend your case? Do you, any rebuttals that you may have? I mean, I, I agree. Let's, let's look at the games. Like it's not just aimed. I'm glad we brought up a good point. Like because before Dark Souls was like really big thing, Ninja Gaiden was a very hard game. Like I think a lot of people forgot how difficult when Ninja Gaiden first came out and, it's, and then Sigma, it was a very hard game. And niggas was getting getting pieced up with them nunchucks, yo. <laughs> <laughs> and Kobe, I remember that last challenge very well because I got to it as well. And to this day, I cannot stand that butterfly chick who swing around with that. I head. know it's so <laughs> random. It's so random. <laughs> it's hard to feel. It's hard to understand. Like that's another moment where it just feels unfair. Like, come on, like you gotta, you gotta give me something. Uh, but like for me, I'm, I'm looking at it as as the game. So I'm looking at not only the the combat, the story, the artwork, uh, the design. Like I've seen. Ryu before, like as far as a ninja is concerned, Ryu is the is the man though. He is the man. I, I'm he not taking away from him, but like I've, I've seen him before. Like he, he's not new to me. I, I've seen the the sexy girl ninjas like Ayame, and all that type of stuff. Uh, or his first master with the, with the nunchucks and the gray hair. Like I know them. I've seen them. I'm used to them. I know what ninjas do. I saw it when I watched Ten when I played Tenchu. Uh, and then a game like Dark Souls comes around, and we have ideas of what these creatures look like if you play Dungeons and Dragons or Ghouls and Goblins, uh, you know, from the old NES systems, um, or even Dragon's Lair where they're animated and stuff like that. But to really take them into their more terrifying forms is something that really hasn't been done yet. And I give praise to games that really break out of the mold and put some extra forms and things that we have traditional looks for. Another one I would do is Bayonetta. Bayonetta, everybody knows, if you tell people what an angel is, we all have an idea of what it looks like. And they completely ignored that and made these like huge monstrous creatures that, you know, they're angels, but they don't look anything like what we expect them to be. And so mm. to me, that's the same with Dark Souls. Like it's a giant wolf, but it's also a giant wolf with a sword in a sword graveyard. So which means he didn't already lay down a couple of people before you. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. So like, he's just hanging out. Um, you know, everybody knows the meme praise the sun. That's my man's order of the sun. Yes. So, uh, but I, yeah, I look at it overall. It's not to say that Ninja guy is a bad game, but if I'm going to pick the two. I'm, I'm going to pick the one that, it, it it just envelops me more. Like you know, let's let's say you put for let's let's talk features and some outside. Oh, sound, sound like an Xbox guy. Go ahead. Let's talk outside features. We will put them on the best system, best graphics, best sound, best atmosphere. I mean, I don't think it's gonna be better than Dark Souls, man. Like you you turn the lights off and you have your greatest system or your greatest TV pumping while playing that game. It's an experience. Like I never felt I experienced Ninja Gaiden. I played Ninja Gaiden. 
And then I just got really good at Ninja Gaiden, except for that very, very last bonus challenge. And to the point where it was just muscle memory. Like I knew what to do with certain enemies. Like I knew like the rocket guys, you had to dash over before they shot over them um, and stuff like that. But with Dark Souls, it's an experience. Like you are in this world that you don't even know what's really going on. And you can find yourself coming up against something you have no business fighting. Uh, you I, know, I do like you bringing that up. That's a good that's, point. That's a good point. Yeah, it's it's not linear, right? Like it, yeah. it has to, there's a line, but you can kind of branch off and they all connect back to certain points. Whereas, you know, Ninja Gaiden, you follow that line. You follow this story and you go here and you go here and you go here and you go here. Whereas Dark Souls is like, you might not be ready to fight the wolf. Maybe you gotta fight the spider with the woman's body on top. Or maybe you fight the gargoyle first and then you come back to the spider. And then you realize you still can't beat the spider. So you gotta go over now to this, to, uh, I think his name, Nito which is just like a mass of horns and moths and hands. And you got to take him out first. And like that, you know, that adds element and it's always something new, right? Like you just, you find this new area and it's just like, what's this and what could be down here that's going to kill me? Cause even the regular enemies can like take you out pretty quickly cause they'll just pop out. You never know where they are. Like Ninja Gaiden, there's musical cues. So once that, that hard rock starts hitting, you know, it's, it's it's killing time. It's gonna be some ninjas or, <laughs> or some dude soldiers with guns, and it's killing time. But Dark Souls, the music doesn't really change always. It's just gonna be you out there, and something jumps out and gets you. That's a good point, man. That's one hell of a rebuttal, man. I also want to add that you know, Dark Souls with the invading feature, it was pretty unique in a single player game. Have them come into your to your mode and just fuck your shit up. Yeah, so, and. Especially if you're doing well and all you hear is like, you know, the invader's there, but you don't know where he's going to come from. Facts. <laughs> and you're just waiting and you're nervous and you're like, I didn't just like trying to get to a safe point, but I'm really far. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, looking for that bonfire. <laughs> like, you there. And like, I didn't just kill this boss. I got like 30,000 souls. I'm oh, damn. All right, fair enough, man. Did Zero's argument convince you guys, man? Farrell, what do you think, man? Did it convince you enough, or you you just like, nah, man, Ninja Gaiden all day? Join me. I'm a Ninja. I'm a Ninja Gaiden guy. Go away. (laughs) (laughs) Nubs, man. Did did he convince you with his argument, man? About features, man. Not at all, bro. Not not at all. Nope. 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 nope, Y'all some stubborn motherfuckers, man. I'm I'm not. I'm I'm done holding L's because I accidentally. Swung a half a microsecond too soon. Like I'm done. <laughs> oh, see, see, he wants he wants a, he wants a W today. That's uh, that's what's... <laughs> all right, man. It's on you, uh, f- uh, Kofi. It's on you to change this. I'm not even going to vote. Go ahead. I, it, Ninja Gaiden Sigma Two is literally one of the only games I was. I, as soon as I finished a story, I went back and played it again. I, I I literally cannot think of another game because of that. I have to stick with Ninja Gaiden. Damn, Zero, how does it feel, bro? How, how's that L feeling, bro? You talking so really much shit like last argument. week. I like, I like what you said, but ah, sorry. <laughs> you was talking all that shit last week. I can't wait for your outro. Man, Kobe, what is that cold steel drop? I don't even care. <laughs> <laughs> he said, when does that cold steel drop? I'm weak. <laughs> oh, man. So anyway, guys, uh, and then I was, you know, my rebuttal to you, Zero, if, if I was going to lose, I'm like, you know, you always harp on about story and all this story that. What is Dark Souls story? You're just a random dude running around the mist amongst other dark random dudes. There is a story there. And you just got to piece it together. 
That sounds like a whole lot of bullshit. Bruh, no, you can't, you can't, you cannot Twilight Zone this. <laughs> you know, you know, Ryu, he's a known character. Like you said, you want to talk all about these RPGs and how, you know, the character and how you feel. You, you know, Ryu struggles. You know what I mean? Him being banned from the Ninja Tribe and all that stuff. He's, he's a recognizable character. And for that alone, should definitely, uh, you know, sway you. I'm but anyway, in- go ahead. I'm much more interested in why the wolf got the giant sword than anything Ryu got going on. Because <laughs> <laughs> Japanese, man, they, they definitely take the imagination and then just make it make it wild. But anyway, guys, we're in the show there, man. I appreciate appreciate you guys uh, checking us out, especially for the audio audience as well. Uh, hit the like button, man. Uh, share this out. Subscribe to the channel if you haven't subscribed and let people know about the channel so they can subscribe. And if you guys are... Want to want us to support us as well? You could get on the Patreon here if you want to be a patron, and then we'll have exclusive shows and probably do more of these, man. Right now, we're only doing once a week. So, if you want us to, you know, give us a little enticement to do something else or something more, you got you got to you got to hit that that link in the description, and as well as the audio version uh, for just anybody really, uh, radio happened? public and iTunes will be out. We'll be or we're trying to get that approved, and we'll have that for the iPhone audience. So anyway. I appreciate you guys. I'm gonna say Yobi man, shout out to you, bro. Hey, appreciate Ryan, you coming through. Out, I am cutting out. Damn. Can you hear me? Hello? Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. can hear you. I can hear you. Oh, fuck. Anyway, I don't, I don't know why I was cutting out. Basically, yeah. I was saying, yeah, it's time for me to go. That's what that is. Check out the Patreon if you like the show. Uh see uh download the radio app if you want to support us as well on that. It's the Radio Public and iTunes will be it'll be we'll be on iTunes pretty shortly. For the iPhone use uh, listeners as well, and I want to shout out the chat real quick. Yobi, man, I appreciate you uh, coming through. Off the eighty-three, man, it's not all badly. Sony showed their intention with the streaming by lowering the price. Sony fans will say Sony reduced price because Xbox has no games. Damn, bro, that's a that hurt me right there. Anyway, <laughs> more cloud tech. You want to say that player state was awful? Microsoft and Sony just stopped. Facts. Yobi with the great show, uh, good show for what I caught. Good shit. You already know. Yujira Hanma. Uh, freak show. I think he's arguing with someone. He's always arguing with someone in the chat. Anyway, man. Anyway, I appreciate you guys. So you guys do the outro and be out of here, man. Go ahead, Brandon. Uh, Nubs. Yeah. Um. So yeah, you can uh, find me on a on everything. Uh. Well, Xbox uh, at Lord Butternubs. Uh. PSN at Randy Butternubs. Um. Twitter at Jube Sensei and Instagram at Jube Sensei and of course Nubs Corner on Facebook and YouTube. Go ahead, Kofi man. I'm gonna throw on something new. Find me for PC players playing Division uh, on UPlay. I'm Maxwell eight thousand. No underscores or special characters. I need somebody to team up with to get through all that. Uh, you know, awesome gameplay. But you can also find me in the typical spot, Maxwell three thousand on PSN. Uh, and on Twitter at creative underscore Kofi. Roger that, man. Pharaoh, man, do your thing, bro. Hey, guys, you can find me uh, online on Twitter at Fernando Montero with a zero at the end. Um, on Xbox at Bizarre 5000, on PlayStation at Bizarre 5000. And the uh, winner of the L competition, go ahead, Zero, man. Hold that L proudly. High in the air. High in the air. As always, appreciate being on the show, man. It's been a blast. Uh, you can find me on all systems, 0x386, um, as well as Instagram and Twitter at the same, um, same username. Uh, 
Man, I don't got no outro today. Go see uh, Detective Pikachu dropping May 10th. Go check that out. <laughs> <laughs> Always with the Nintendo stuff, man. Always faithful. Hey, that's a, that's a good plug, yo. That's yeah. a that, that is a very plug. good plug. I, I might actually check it out, man. But, you know, me being a DC guy as well, I'm definitely going to see the real Captain Marvel Shazam, man. Right. Definitely going to check that out. So anyway, I'm going to end the show like, right there. Again, this is Vitamin G Gaming Podcast. This is FC Violent. This is the crew of the panel. And again, no matter what you're playing on, keep it gaming. We're out. Peace.